<laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Barony of Olives. Good to see you, family. Good to see Streampunks back again. We are back live playing uh, Changeling, which is really nice. We did some live play uh, last Monday night. We did Monster of the Week, which was completely fun and absolutely absurd. And uh, uh, Gina, if I haven't gotten a ch I don't think I got a chance to, to, to... I usually GG everybody at the end of our game sessions. I didn't get a chance to tell. Just bravo to Joey. Like, really I'll well tell done. him. <laughs> yes, well done. Lots of good play. So yeah, if you guys didn't catch our show last week, uh, we filled in our spots last week with a, a one shot of Monster of the Week. This week, of course, we're back to the Barony of Olives. But if you want to check out the Monster of the Week one shot, we are trying to put together the second part of that game because we had way too much fun doing that. And Sam, by the way, I'm going to say live on air. Thank you for coordinating that. That's very nice of you, producer Sam. I appreciate the hell out of you for trying to coordinate getting us all together to play that second part. Um, acting all surprised but they were doing that everybody so anyway uh let me go ahead and get the announcement that i have out of the way um so for those of you who may or may not know the stream punks you can support us on coffee is primarily where we do a lot of uh our interaction with our supporters where with that of course we get you on the discord one of the tiers of that that we have is uh, the Superpunks tier, which allows for story points, which allow you to basically donate or create story points for the players to use in-game. Um, we have a couple that I've already gotten requested to use tonight, so we'll be seeing that. And as a quick refresher, story points uh, can be used to gain a specialty for a roll. Specifically, it will let you um, add an extra die to the roll, and tens will explode. They count for two. So... That's pretty handy. You can also uh, spend them the way willpower is spent to avoid botching a roll. And uh, the last one is, is you can stave off banality. You can spend a point, a story point. If you were going to gain a point of banality, uh, the dream, the glamour given to us by our family staves off the banality to the characters. So it does not come into effect, which is going to be super handy because as a reminder to the players and as an educational like tool for all of our viewers, if ever these changelings exceed their glamour rating, their temporary banality, if, if the banality ever exceeds their glamour rating, they start slipping into the mists and forgetting who they are. So banality is bad <laughs> and we want to avoid it. So thank you for that. Um, Gina looks amazing. All right. So the last announcement that I have too is that we, um, we have a goal that just unlocked on the coffee account. Um, thanks to all the supporters in there went out there that kicked in for that goal. Uh, the Streampunks Coffee account hit our, well, we've hit two goals now. So we hit one that un unlocked an AMA that Elisa did on our Discord, which was awesome. And a lot of really good questions on that AMA too. Um, the second one that unlocked- I will finish the other questions. I just had to take a break because they were very good questions. They made me think <laughs> hard. That's fair. I usually think, oh, this will be a breeze. I love to, you know, you know me, I rattle my bone box all the time, but like uh, sometimes I get some really good questions. I'm like, shit, I don't know the answer to that one. I have to think about that. Um, in this case, though, I'm lucky I dodged an AMA, and instead, I'm giving over some GM notes. In other words, on the coffee, you guys are going to get a chance to get some updates about NPCs that I have created, and I'm going to go ahead and say that they are player safe. If you guys are interested in knowing more, uh, the players will be allowed to read them, too. Don't feel like you can't read them. But um, I'm going to give a couple of paragraphs worth of notes, uh, GM notes, uh, that are going to be made available to everybody uh, that I scribed when I was creating a lot of the NPCs. And some of these NPCs, CCCs, are signature characters. So um, that's my announcement for the evening. Uh, I don't have anything else. Does anybody else have announcements? Hey, if they're player safe, can you tell us? Um, 
when we read them, who we learned this stuff from, so we know whose perspective mm-hmm. it was? Yeah, I mean, I think I think what I'll do is I'll just treat it like it's because y'all have been around for a couple of months. So what I'll do is is I'll just say you've picked it up here and there from from various members of the courts. I mean, you didn't really you don't attend court too often, but I would say especially with all the 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 motleys out there that like to talk shit or like to explain who this person is and hey, don't approach this person, that kind of thing. I'll give you like notes. Uh, Maybe maybe Sam, you just give me an idea. Maybe what I'll do is I'll, I'll write these notes in character. And actually list which changeling is telling, much like White Wolf does in their books when they give you opinions on kits. Cool. So, so yeah. if you read any from my character, just know that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, won't, I won't use your characters. <laughs> I won't use your characters. I'll use oh, uh, NPCs. Aliza, what did you have? You had a question. You had this thing you wanted to Oh, no. I had an, yeah, an announcement. Uh, since we're live, I can confidently say this week, later this week, I will be in Chicago for Mission Chicago. So if anyone is going, come find me. I'm going to be at the Women at Warp booth a lot of the time. I'm also on a few panels, one of which with the lovely Bernie Gordon. And I'm also going to be running some games. I just got confirmation today, Saturday morning. So I'm going to post the sign-up sheets tomorrow or Wednesday at the latest. Um, there's limited slots. So if you are going or if you know someone who's going, tell them to sign up as soon as they can. Saturday morning, I'm going to be running some Star Trek Adventures TOS Sweet! Oh, yeah. Yep, awesome. Yep. I'm excited. And that's... that's uh, uh, oh, and then Wednesday, I'm going to be playing in Call of the Nether Deep on dndbeyond.com. Nice. Sweetness. What time is that? That's at 3 p.m. Wednesday. 3 Every p.m. Wednesday. For the next okay, cool. several weeks. <laughs> awesome i'm writing this down because i need to catch up uh all right i know you probably have an announcement yeah bonnie yeah it's a very similar to elisa's i will also be in chicago this weekend for star trek mission um i'm doing panels with elisa on on friday and i have a voiceover panel on saturday evening and then on sunday um I'm really hoping they find a way to tape this, but I'm going to be playing D&D with the Discovery cast. Yeah, <laughs> or I Disco, Disco does D&D. Uh, Discovery does D&D. It's going to be so much fun, and I'm I'm excited, as, as the lovely Sam would say. And um, for those of you following the updates on my album uh thank you all so much for continuing to support and and follow it it's coming along amazing amazingly and i have a ton of updates that you can check out like via the kickstarter page or our library Bards patreon and uh more to come <laughs> oh and i opened up a backer kit thing so people can actually like whoever missed the kickstarter can like go and like order pins and stuff on the backer kit if they missed out on the merch and wanted to jump in on that or or I don't know, get a poster. I don't know what's happening. Ah, uh, that's a, it is a, it, it's you were doing so well. <laughs> I know it's, it, it, I was not hoping to have it done by the end of March. And then I realized that was way too ambitious. Cause I, when I do a project, I, I go big or go home. And I also don't know where I live. So I went yeah. really big and, and every, the songs are getting more and more elaborate and amazing. And, and I have duets and, and, and Jason Charles Miller is on it and Greg Griffin is on it and everything, everything is coming together beautifully. It's just taking a little bit longer than normal because it's a lot. <laughs> and happy Tis. belated birthday, Bonnie. Thank you. I had food poisoning. I Sorry. Know. I couldn't join y'all next to last week. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I had food poisoning. So way to ring in the 
36 years old. Literally had to be like, Bonnie, you're not playing. Go rest. (laughs) I was like, yeah, Eric called me and I was like, I I can do it. I can do it. No, no, Bonnie. (laughs) I can do it. I'm a puka. (laughs) I feel fine. (laughs) I'm not Mm. sick at all. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Any other announcements then? Nothing. Okay. Um, Yes, Sam. Um, I actually do. Yay! Uh, there is a lovely show on Demiplane RPG, GM by Deborah Ann Wolf, called Children of Erte. It just had its third episode last week, and they're doing a fun thing whereby on the first Tuesday of every month, in lieu of their episode, they have an after show. Y'all might be familiar mm. with the notion of such a show. And hmm. it's called On the Air Tay because they let me name it and I'm garbage. Oh, I it knew it. It starts at I 6 p.m. on Demiplane <laughs> RPG Pacific Time. Please come check it out. I'm interviewing Deborah Ann Wool and I, um, oh, she told tortured her players on purpose in the most delightful way and I get to ask her about it and I I, even if not for that but for that right now I get to play live with all of you for all of these beautiful reasons I'm so excited (laughs) (laughs) well that's a good cue I think it's time to jump back I got one more I forgot oh sorry (laughs) sorry Oh, so right after this show, go to Groove After Dark or something. Look on my social. I tweeted it. There's a show tonight that I was a guest of. We pre-taped it so I could be here live because that's usually live. And and go watch that. And if you miss it, it's okay. It'll be up on YouTube after. But it was a really cool interview, and it, it, it's a music show. Bye. You'll get some sneak peeks of my, vi- my, 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 my album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, GM snippet tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. God, fine. We can finally play now. Jesus. Um, Calm let's down, Knocker. Sorry, sorry. I know I'm already getting into character. <laughs> we should probably get to the dreaming then. Let's go ahead and start tonight's game of the Barony of Olives.
pancakes, making bacon pancakes, mix some bacon in and put it put in a pancake. pancake. All right, <clears throat> let's go ahead and jump back <laughs> into Point Casada. All right. <laughs> There's some shenanigans happening somewhere right now in Point Casada. Not where you are, Ruby. Where you are, you're packing up after a day of substitute teaching at Point Casada Elementary School. It's been a couple of days now. Don't, Sam. <laughs> it's been a couple of days now of you basically busting your ass and covering one of the teachers who came down with food poisoning on her birthday. And Whoa, you I have feel, been... I feel, I feel like I could relate to that. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ruby has been covering that teacher's class. And luckily you, it's your favorite class because it's got your favorite kid in it. You're completely unaware, as you've been working hard these past couple of days doing your part-time job, that in the town center of Point Cassida, your motley is in the middle at this particular moment in your timeline, right now, is in the middle of fighting a nervosa in the middle of downtown Point Cassida. They're doing great. Right now, in this very moment, right now, in this very moment, Holly has ramped off of a curb and in, in front of an oncoming UPS truck. Right now, as that is happening, Ruby, you're closing a manila folder and putting it in a desk. The classroom is emptying out as most of the kids are starting to head home, except for one child. Small girl, about, about to turn seven, who is striding up to you with a big smile on her face and what looks like construction paper in her hand. You have been watching Jazzy for the past 30 minutes has been brimming with excitement as it creeps closer to the bell ringing and everyone going home. You've seen this behavior from her before. It means she's looking forward to stopping at the teacher's desk once school lets out and is making sure you can see the tactics and the strategy playing through this little girl's mind as she strategically positions herself, taking just a little too long over at her cubby with her backpack as she's pulling it off, making sure that she's the last kid in class, watching as everyone filters out, kind of pretending that her books are stuck in the backpack so that she has to linger for just a little bit longer and a little bit longer. One of the kids stops and talks to you, so she drops a pencil on the ground. That kind of stuff. Kind of just stretching it out, vamping like a pro. And after all the kids start filtering out, her demeanor shifts dramatically as she zip the bag, puts it over her shoulders, and comes charging up to you with a piece of green construction paper in her hand. Um, now, before we continue this encounter, it's important to note that when we created these wonderful kith kithane, that I had the players create NPCs that were meaningful to them. And Bonnie created a young dreamer named Janice, who goes by the nickname Jazzy, a little kid that she substitute teaches for. And you've spent some time with Jazzy, so much so that you've cultivated a relationship with her. You've encouraged her. You've encouraged her to draw. You've encouraged her to sing. You've encouraged her to do things that other kids are making fun of her for. Because in her is a spark Ruby, and you can see it. This kid, more than the other kids in class, she's got some glamour. Not only that, but her banality rating, strictly speaking in a rule sense, she's a dreamer, 100%. And you have been cultivating that as much as possible. 
just being around her, you and Pipsqueak look more vibrant. This child's sheer imagination and adoration for make-believe and thinking about what if, just being in her vicinity. I mean, it's already kind of perked up when you enter the elementary school. You have an entire building filled with kids that are talking about last night's Star Wars episodes that they stayed up way too late watching and um, things that they're like the latest magic set that just came out. All the things that are happening in an elementary school. That is going to be a fertile ground for a changeling to just kind of bask in. But this kid in particular is a cut above the rest. And she has taken an intense adoration to you, Ruby, where all the other kids just kind of think you're the quirky, weird teacher with all the weird jokes and says the silly things. She yes-ands every time you say something absurd and goes along with it. Um, as she's approached you, the reason why I've said all this is because she is the dreamer that you created when you created Ruby, Bonnie. Mm -hmm. I'd like you to tell mm -hmm. me, what does Janice look like? Uh, Janice has... Um... <laughs> she has she has blonde hair but uh it's never her she always shows up at school extremely put together um her parents are very strict like she always has like the 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 pressed clothes like she always looks perfect her hair is always perfect her bow is always perfect by the end of the day her hair is like a matted mess uh her her little tie on her school uniform is always a little like cockeyed like her her shorts are or her, her, her pants are always wrinkled one shoe is always untied so by the end of the day it looks like she went into like battle <laughs> all the time which makes her look even cooler um <clears throat> and she always uh when she always ends up um she's left-handed like Ruby. But, uh, so whenever we use anything with crayons or paints or markers, um, her entire arm and hand will get completely colorful because, uh, when you write with your left hand, you tend to smear ink as you go, as any of you who are left-handed know. And, um, so her arm, her left arm is always like splotches of purples and blues and pinks and greens <laughs> and yellows so it's all she always looks like it's almost like a like a half and half like uh her right side is kind of always like still kind of put together because she like you know she will straighten herself <laughs> up but the left side right. where she's like writing and drawing you know vigorously or you know gets her hair caught like maybe in 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 something that she's working on or gets glue in something so like her left side is always like colorful and, and covered in stains and and messed up um and she's awesome it's usually the left okay. shoe that's untied as well so yeah i think i think it's very very much a two-face uh i was gonna say thing. you're basically describing an adorable six-year-old two-face uh -huh. um uh -huh. like one side of her is just pure chaos and the other side is what the parents saw when she left the room uh mm -hmm. that morning <laughs> um she approaches you with that green square of construction paper and very it's something that she's you've always kind of worked on with her considering the fact that she's opened up she's still very shy especially when she is showing work mm -hmm. and it's a bit of an uplift ruby real quick out of curiosity how much temporary glamour do you have right now are you full let me look on my um glamour because have you it's used just any? the glamour no i have i have five glamour and that's your permanent glamour set right oh, right right 
underneath it you you that if you haven't spent any then you have full glamour I okay don't. that's I fine haven't spent any. i haven't i haven't been around i've been yeah <laughs> busy. Um, <laughs> so the thing that you notice about her is when she comes up to you and shyly looks down and then kind of straightens her shoulders and hands something to you is it's just with that little bit more confidence that you normally see out of her mm-hmm. normally she just kind of like wants you to ask her for the thing that she's holding normally she just kind of stares at her feet um or she kind of like teases a little bit that she's got something and she wants you to know what it is kind of, you know, but today she strides up to you and still displaying a little bit of that timid nature presents you with something that she has clearly worked some pretty long hours on. You see what could best be described a little secret that the two of you share that you've whispered to her about you see this child's interpretation of a certain purplish little baby tiger cub. Um, She presents it to you. Looks like she has gone into all of the detail that she can go into using various marker colors and whatnot, but it's undoubtedly Pipsqueak, who at this point peeks around your leg and is staring at that paper wide-eyed. Like and an anime character with glistening eyes. <laughs> and obviously Janice can't see it, see him. Um, no, Janice can't. Janice, Janice can't see Pipsqueak because Janice is not enchanted. Yeah, but, but as a dreamer, Janice is one step closer to seeing Pipsqueak than anybody else is. It's um, almost like I told her about my imaginary friend and she believes in him. And Absolutely does. Mm-hmm. No, you believe in him. So she knows it's true. And she hands you this construction. It's 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 one of those chaotic, like it's quite well done for a six-year-old. But what's pure chaos about it is it's using purple markers, like thick purple markers and whatnot. That's why it's, her on, arm is purple. it's on green construction paper, though. <laughs> so it's just like, but it's it's clearly made with love. And the moment she presents it to you, um, you can feel uh she is brimming with glamour as she hands it to you. And she doesn't say anything, she just presents it. I'm just going to stare at it. And I was like, the likeness is uncanny. Pipsqueak says, thank you. Pipsqueak is pulling hard on your skirt right now. Ruby desperately wanting you to show it to them. Just kind of gnawing and like pulling and like clawing into the skirt. Uh, And I'm going to, I'm just going to keep looking and then like, just kind of hold it casually down. So like he can see it. Um, (laughs) Well, Which delights Jazzy to no end because now Jazzy knows where Pipsqueak is. Yeah. And Jazzy just kind of puts her hands up to her face, 100, like going full Sam DeLev on this, on this imaginary uh, tiger cub. And it's just watching completely taken as you show it. And Pipsqueak is beside themselves with joy. I mean, mm-hmm. as much as a Camaro at that rating can express, there is a loud purring noise as Pipsqueak mm-hmm. just kind of paws at your leg, almost like saying, Mom, look, look, look. And you're the one showing Pipsqueak. Um, but I'm you gonna, just hold it in front. Yeah. And yeah, I'm going to hold it in front of Pipsqueak, but then I'm going to uh, put it down on the desk and pretend like I'm picking up Pipsqueak, like something, and putting it Are on the gonna, desk. I'm not actually picking up Pipsqueak. I, I oh, okay. just pretend for, for Jazzy, for Jazzy Janice. Uh, and then I'm going to open up my desk and pull out uh, a, a little cat treat that I have cat treats in there. And I was like, did you want to give one to Pipsqueak? She's uh, nodding emphatically. Just like, did you want to, cause this is like a game we play to where, um, um, 
she'll uh, hold it out into her hand and using my um, sleight of hand uh, expertise that I have, I always I do like a little thing where I hold onto her hand and then and then let it go and then it disappears. It's like um, as a pipsqueak for, eats the treat. For funsies, I'm gonna say make a roll. Okay. For funsies. Okay. Um, it's is gonna be. Uh, this should be dex, dex? dex. No, this would be dexterity plus. Uh, oh, I'm blanking on the. Streetwise. No, 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 no. It's got a specific name. Uh, oh. Larceny? I don't. Larceny. Thank larceny? you. Okay. That's the one. You're like, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. Standard difficulty of six. Yep. And I will roll. I roll six. No, I roll. Yeah, I roll. Sorry. It's been so long. I haven't played in a couple of months. You're good. So you want six or higher in D10s, and for every six you get is a success. If you roll ones, they subtract from successes. All right. Let me see what I get. I got. So for every run you roll. One, two, three, four. Okay. Four. Okay. You Mm -hmm. uh, remarkably, I gave her two dice. She rolled a seven and a 10. So I'm. (laughs) So that's. That is. uh, She's going to be an investigator when she grows up, but does not see the the expertise as that piece of kibble just disappears. It's just gone. Pipsqueak ate it right in front of her. What a pig. As far as she's concerned. <laughs> when you say that she, she is, she, she is uncontrolled with her giggles. Um, and then she just says, bye Pipsqueak. And then um, shyly runs out the door waving to you. Uh, and then I, I'm going to take her art and there's a wall that I have of like all the the kids art. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm substituting and stuff and I'm just going to put it on there. But I'm going to I'm going to remember to take that one with me when the teacher gets back. One of the things that you notice, Ruby, is when you move over to the wall to put the art up, there's less and less art. What you've noticed is every time you do substitute teaching in elementary school, it's just an artifact of where you work. The older the grades, the the bigger the grades, the less goofy art you see on the walls. Now that doesn't necessarily mean anything negative, but it, but you do notice that when you put Ruby's picture up there, it's one of the f- like four that's on the walls. As you kind of paste it up there, less color, less, less fun. <laughs> um, as you're doing this, I'm going to ask you to make a perception check. Oh no! So this is this is going to be yeah. <laughs> so this will be wits. This is wits plus alertness. Oh oh, that's wits is okay, but not an actual. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Perception. Perception. No, let's plus go alertness. with wits. Let's. No, I think wits I alertness is initiative. Okay. <laughs> All right. Perception and alertness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me Ruby's like what die. piano? Wait, that, I shouldn't roll that. No, go back. I don't want to roll you. Not a d20. Oh god. Oh, all right. Let's see what I rolled. I got one. One success? Out of my one die. Yeah. You rolled a die and got one success. I have one perception and zero alertness. (laughs) Nicely done. Okay. So. What do I win, boss? Let me tell you. Okay. You take a step back and you're regarding that picture on the wall. Um. You hear what sounds like a pencil rolling across a desk, like the surface of a desk. 
When you turn to lit to see where it's coming from, you turn just in time to see the pencil clattering to the floor. These desks are not angled. They're flat desks. Mm -hmm. I look over at and Pipsqueak. Pipsqueak is looking back at you. With an expression on the little tiger cub's face, as animated as it can be, as a more cartoony-looking tiger than an actual tiger, um, Pipsqueak looks back at you with sort of a slightly raised concern look. You would be aware, Ruby, that this is from the fact that you were showing some confusion and concern. Like, what was that? So Pipsqueak looks back at you with, uh, uh, what was what? <laughs> mm -hmm. um, another pencil rolls off one of the countertops and clatters to the floor. Hmm. Um, okay. Can I... Hmm. What do I want to do here? I want to do something. <laughs> what do I want to do? I want to look at... I want to do something. Um, oh, I have all these... I had all my papers written down and I don't know where they are. Um... I kind of want to, I want to use, I think I want to use crack shot and, and, and I want to, I want to pull a pencil from out of my hair okay, and toss it directly into that, um, so area to see if there's anything there that like, maybe I can't see that I'm missing. Sure. Hey. Uh, so what is crack shot exactly? That's a great question. I'm trying to find my, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I don't I, know. It's just on my character I wrote all the um I wrote all my pages down and I don't know where they went. They're all and now it's all like it, none of the page stuff are there. Well let me ask you this. Is it a merit? Is that what you're looking at? No, it is it is one of my yes, it is a merit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. So what it's probably gonna do is alter a role. It's not an ability so much. Right. It's a two point merit. When uh whenever you're whenever you're yeah. pointing in a gun, arrow, or dart, you hit your target with greater accuracy. You receive no increased difficulty when you are targeting a specific location. Ooh, and I'm reduce targeting. the difficulty of rolls not involving specific uh, by. Oh, so all rolls to hit things with a thrown or a ranged weapon of any kind is reduced by one by default. And if you ever target something specific, you're not penalized for it. That's okay. that's a strong two point merit. Hey, so look, what, what are you targeting and what and you're throwing um, a pencil? Oh, yeah, I'm going to pull like a pencil from out of my hair because uh, okay. they, they tend to f f get stuck in there. Sure. And, um, um, I, the, so where, where the pencils were rolling, like, uh -huh. like if there could be like, if I could visualize like someone standing there or like someone that would like knock it off, I would just aim for like right in that general area. I like, see what you're doing. Yeah. I'm just going to see if it like, if the pencil hits anything. I see. Okay. Out of curiosity. Yeah. So you're, you're basically, <laughs> basically like, where's, of see if there's an invisible force field of, of invisible presence in this sure. room. Yeah. Sure. All right. So what? I'm not, um, go ahead and make a, I think this would be a dex. I mean, you're throwing something. Mm -hmm. I feel like this would be a death athletics check. Okay. Let's see. Which is the same as your firearms anyway. So kind of the same thing. Oh, oh no. <laughs> the pencil breaks. I pull a Sam and just break the pencil. What'd you do? <laughs> I, got a, I got a two, three, three, four. Two, three, three, four. Okay, so thankfully that's not a big. You just 
Um, I know. So the, diff- the difficulty was reduced by one, so you needed a five or better, but that's okay. So you basically oh, throw this pencil. Yeah. It goes sailing through the air, flipping end over end, and just clatters across the room. As it clatters across the room, Ruby, when it hits the wall and it clatters to the floor, it's just the right time for you to see the large, monstrous shape of what looks like a mastiff-sized armored dog walk past the window slowly and menacingly. You just see this window is floor to ceiling. There's two of these in the room, and they're these windows that fold out to allow air in, but nothing to go out. You see this dog stalk by the window just outside. It is, as um, I said, massive size, so very large. Is the dog and you looking can at see- me? No, it kind of just moves past the window, but you can hear it. You can smell it from here as it stalks past. Um, It smells like rot as it moves past the door. It's clearly, I should tell you, with as much as you've seen as it stalks past, it has a jet black coat that looks like it's just been, it looks like somebody squeezed the color out of a gla- of, out of a chunk of onyx mm. and painted this dog in that color. And you can see the, the back part of its body where the shoulders are just kind of, you can see the bones peeking up out of the flesh as it moves just from like it's, so this sort of like gaunt like nature. It looks I- like a malnourished, mastiff sized dog of some kind. The way it moves on the top part of its skin, along its back, you can see clearly defined chitinous plates that run down the length of the spine. It is not a normal-looking animal. And the way it stalks past you in the window and doesn't look at you before it vanishes. My hand just slowly, instinctively reaches for the cat treats just in case. But I know they won't do anything. Um, You reach for the cat treats... Um, as you do, you feel Pipsqueak is gripping your leg right now. Yeah. Has gone under your skirt and is just gripping your leg. Hmm. Well, that wasn't a cute puppy. Um, obviously, I, I feel like something's wrong. So... Um, I'm going to finish packing up everything, kind of like closing up the class. And I'm going to, I want to go outside and kind of peek around and investigate, see if the dog is still out there. Obviously this, I'm, I know this is not something from the real world, right? I mean, I would think that I don't, I don't know who, I don't know any of the kids' parents that dress their dogs up in armor, but maybe it's a new thing maybe i missed the maybe i love I this because we're getting this inside of ruby's brain right now of like ruby yeah. trying to i don't maybe know there's like i don't know any of the parents that have a dog like and then you know i do know that you know there's a um pet store not too too far away and they were gonna try and do a calendar to get more adoption rates up but if they're putting them in costumes, maybe they should have thought of something a little bit more whimsical. And so I'm thinking all of this as I'm, as I'm trying to rationalize why there would be a dog looking like that walking by. And I'm going to go and like 
investigate. And also, I want to make sure if there's any kids outside that, like, they're going to be okay. When you leave the classroom, the halls are empty. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearing out pretty fast. But you see that the halls are all but empty. You don't see anybody except for, you know, a trash can. Somebody comes and retrieves a trash can and is leaving around the corner with it. Just as you step out in the hall and look down, they keep walking. Um, you see two double doors to your left that lead to the outside. So your classroom is kind of the corner office, as it were, at the one end of the building. That double door set leads out into a walkway that takes you straight to the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Which is where the dog might be because of the windows. It certainly wasn't inside. <laughs> At well, least no, I know, I know well, but I'm just like, you know, direction sense, you know. Am yeah, I, I mean. Left or right? Okay, you, I, yeah, I'm going to go. It's on the same side of the building, yes. The double doors are on the same side of the building as you saw the window, yes. I'm going to walk quickly to the doors. I'm going to I'm gonna go quick. I'm not going to run because I also mm-hmm. don't want to like. Power walk. Attention. Yeah, I'm going to like briskly. There's just, if, if anybody had the ability to see into the dreaming, they would see this little purple tail occasionally peek out from under your skirt as your heel hits the back, as you're just walking quickly. Because Pipsqueak is just latched onto you as you're walking. You can feel the weight on your leg as you're moving quickly uh, to the double doors. Mm-hmm. When you reach the double doors, it is there in the window, up on its hind legs, popping up like a velociraptor, just in your face. Just, you see the snarling as spit spatters all over the window as it starts to try to chomp onto the door in front of you. This thing, standing up on its hind legs, Ruby, is taller than you. Its paws are easily the size of your face, and its mouth looks like it has been filled with blood or is bleeding, you can't tell which. The gums are pulled back enough where you can see too much bone and too much teeth. And it is attacking the door. <laughs> Smashes against the door again. Just And then you can hear the squeaking sound as its tongue is just lapping across it. Like it's desperate to get in. Okay. Um, oh, Jesus. Okay. Fun. Fun. Um, uh, oh... I, I think I might have to run back to my class and shut the door. I mean, I'm, do- I'm not going out that way. <laughs> In case anyone was curious. <laughs> I, I was, think- as your GM. I was very curious if you planned on leaving the door, <laughs> if you were I going out that possibly, way. Possibly. Is there another way out? I think I might go way that, that way. Okay. Uh, you, can, you, you know the school like the back of your hand. Yeah. There are yeah. other double doors. Yes, you can try one of the other doors. All right, um, I'm going to back away slowly, like, nice doggy, nice doggy. Um, and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to be, re- as I'm backing up, I'm going to be reaching for my phone in my purse. Um, okay. Yeah, you find, you feel your phone in your purse. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to call Aliza. <laughs> As you flip it open, or whatever phone, I, I imagine you have a flip phone because of yeah. uh, Ruby being Ruby. Look, <laughs> well, I so, don't like it when things are smarter than me. So, um, who needs it? Who needs? I don't need to play games on my phone. I can play games anywhere. So, Ruby, you flip open your phone and find that there's actually a text message waiting you from you from Skeeta, telling you something about a party that's happening tonight. And uh, is happening at this etiquette school that you've never heard of, inviting you to attend. 
for a brief second, I forget all about the dog. And I'm like, a party! And I get all excited. So, so I had you reply, oh, I used to go to that school last last game session that we did this. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, sounds great. I used to go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, pretty much. Um, just as you hit send, the dog attacks the door again, and the door goes... Oh, yeah, dog. Uh, and I just keep... Um, I, I'm just going to write in all caps, dog. <laughs> Text it. Skeet up. <laughs> the day's wrapped up, and your motley has all gone their separate ways. Mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of parted and is either preparing for this part, you know, the party crashing tonight, or is uh, just waiting for the pickup. But um, you know that Gira headed back to the School of Etiquette and that was going to get in contact with you when it was time to do the show up. You know that your, uh, you know that Ashling had a live stream to do. And so she had to go get that done. You're never quite sure where Holly goes. No one really is. <laughs> You're never quite sure, but you can imagine it probably has something to do with the crashing waves and the seagulls that are screaming overhead. Probably has something to do with that. Um, you finally have gotten a reply from your puka friend who just says in all caps as it pops up on the screen dog how skeeta interprets that i leave to you but that's all you see popping up on your cell phone okay uh, i'm actually taking the long way home just enjoying a nice walk by the beach and i okay. so i hear the the bell on my phone dog um and i reply it's not a costume party send okay um i I guess i'm i I y'all can do character dialogue now because you're basically texting back and forth um i'm just gonna write back do you know anyone who works at animal control (laughs) oh um maybe what's going on i'm just gonna i call <laughs> i'm actually gonna oh no no i can't facetime because i i would know that ruby has a flip phone so i call yeah. yes <laughs> all right it's true calling hey 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 you hear me out of breath because i'm kind of like kind of running through the halls and i'm not saying this out loud i'm doing it but sure i'm running through the halls now I say hi <laughs> and breathlessly uh, just hey 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 a party that sounds awesome uh, yeah yeah uh yeah yeah I mean you know uh I uh I don't know if I'll be there on time I'm kind of stuck at the moment are you being chased by a dog is it a dog <laughs> Well, I, I'm not there, so I don't know. Um, I might be. Uh, um, I'm trying to do this where I'm like, because she asked me a direct question. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> you you okay. can spit the willpower point, <laughs> but yes, you basically, you, you, Ruby. It's almost like there is a block. The moment you are about to give an honest answer, it just you. <laughs> 
Where are you? Oh, oh good lord. Wait, what time is I'm it? Trying... Yeah, it's... Are you still at school? <laughs> God damn it, this is hard. <laughs> Welcome to playing a buka. Welcome to playing to a buka. I know, I know, I know, I, I know. Well, help. No, of course not. Uh, <laughs> no idea. School, I graduated years ago. <laughs> okay. Um, you can try to make a wit sympathy roll. Um, okay. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to try to interpret what, uh, and I won't have this, I'm not going to have this be contested because she is not trying to lie to you. She's being a puka. Right. So this is to see if yeah. you're picking up on the signal <laughs> I do of someone saying yes, but they're shaking their head. <laughs> so okay. go ahead and make a roll. The difficulty is six. With sympathy. sympathy. All right. Okay. Difficulty. I got three. Successes. And don't forget, never forget that ones subtract your successes. So if you roll any ones, those take mm -hmm. away. Yeah. Three successes, no ones. Three successes. Uh, she sounds panicked and she sounds like she is trying to communicate with you desperately. That the answers okay. to your questions are yes, she's still at school and yes, she's probably being chased by a dog. Okay. Okay. I'll be right there. Um, Great. You stand might stand on a table or something. Lock the door. Okay. Uh, you might want to bring some extra pencils. They seem to be going all over the place. Okay. <laughs> um, can I uh GM question with my yeah. wits empathy, would I be able to tell if it's well no. Uh, I was gonna say Possibly. something about is it a real dog or like should I call oh. animal control? Yeah, yeah, there's really no, she hasn't really given you an indication that this isn't anything other than just a, an angry dog. Okay, I'm gonna, well then, on the way, I'm gonna book it over to the school. Are you okay. a cat person? As I'm, as I'm right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna stay on the phone with you. Um, cool, cool, cool. Uh, actually, yeah, I, I think I am more of a cat person personally, but I like dogs. Dogs can be fine, you know, but I'm also looking up, I have her on speaker and I'm looking up animal controls number okay you find it point cast yeah. animal control humane okay. society uh references and stuff like that um, yeah. okay I'm how far am i from the school if i'm by the the you're where the probably gonna is. need to probably gonna need to uber that okay i'll yeah. do that yeah what's up um i just wanted i was curious where in the timeline we are from last episode is this I, when yeah. skeeta is with uh holly uh holly uh changing or is this pre changing oh, yeah. in the this sounds like it's post changing or? or at least post picking out outfits yeah yeah because we're split. i'm, I'm okay, kind of right. yeah i'm kind of in the i'm kind of in the uh this is wibbly wobbly timey wimey yeah, but I'm For but sure. uh, but here's the but here's the thing. Like everyone has split, but it, this has only just recently happened. So Holly is still accessible, and uh, you know everybody is accessible still. Oh, but, cool! I'm not for like Gera. that. Awesome. Perfect. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Idea. Everybody is still accessible, but Gera is not because Gera has gone back to the school and sure. is actually there. And right I, I'll yeah. say that I am also not since I am currently streaming. Streaming. Okay. And we established I'm still streaming. Okay. Okay. You're doing a restoration That's on why a very beautiful doll. Also, by the way, family, if you get a chance, check out the Brie fan art of a very creepy doll that got posted today. Amazing. Oh, my gosh. The V2. It's so good. All I'm saying mm -hmm. is uh, I knew you. I, I figured you were streaming. I didn't want to interrupt your stream, so I didn't call you. <laughs> uh, I don't want you to be offended. 
and you know, <laughs> of course. Um, uh, you know. th- thank you for letting me like break flow. I, I've been like, I'm seeing it in my mind's eye, and I'm like, where is this? When, when is this happening? So, <laughs> I did at the same time as the the closet open and like light. And I don't think I have your number, Sam. So because <laughs> you were signing off. Oh, I thought I, I thought I signed game. off when you were ready to leave, but maybe I'm mistaken. It's been two weeks. I don't remember. It's, yeah, been. it's been. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. I think Ruby probably knows that um, I haven't picked a number yet, um, though I'm a fan of 29. <laughs> All right. Homing pigeon. Got it. Um, anyway, <laughs> so I'm, um, I'm, uh, I, I, I think I went back to my classroom since I was like, this is familiar territory and I can make a jump for the window if I need to. Uh, and then I'm going to grab the cat treats and throw them outside the door. Shut the door. Maybe that'll distract the dog. Okay. Dogs um, like real food. Qu- real quick, if y'all are trying to figure out how to get a hold of Holly, um, you would know that one of Holly's points of contact is is specifically um, the uh, oh, what's his name? I'm blanking on my my NPC's name. The red cap that basically does the uh, Lord. I think it's Lord Amar. Oh, Lord Amar, who does who does a lot of the ferrying back and forth to the freehold. Lord Amar is is sort of like the point of contact because Lord Amar has the most uh, immediate contact with Holly because Holly emerges from the ocean, and that's literally where Lord Amar is kind of doing his thing. He's mm-hmm. kind of if you ever need to get a hold of Holly, he's kind of your first base of doing it because Holly doesn't have any way of connecting with you guys once. They I have lots of ways. I found some notes. Woo. I'm going to say also on the phone, because I'm going to say, keep me on the phone. Keep me on speaker. And also, if you can, send me a picture of this dog so I know what we're dealing with. Um, so is the dog still seen at the door? Uh, well, you're not at the door anymore because you went the opposite direction. So you are right, you're, you're it, going to the other door to toss know, cat treats out. Do I know that if it's still at the door? Like, can I look? Still the door. Uh, you can so you've so remember you've you've decided to move away from I went that. Back exit. Into my, gone, yeah, I went back to the classroom. Now I'm peeking back out. I'm like it's still the door. Oh, I thought you were going to another exit. Okay. So you've well, gone into the so if you've gone back into your classroom, this thing is stalking around outside the window. Oh. Okay. So if it's outside the window and looking at is it looking at me? Um it's kind of stalking by from time to time. It never makes direct it doesn't directly look at you. You just see its form pass by the window. It. Like okay. it's a shark that's swimming around a cage. Cool, cool, cool. I'm gonna put uh put on my wait, I so I don't have a smartphone. So I'm like, I'll call you back and I hang up. Um and then I open I flip open my phone because it's like my phone doesn't do multiple things at once. I'm not fancy. Uh and I'm uh <laughs> I'm I'm trying to like get a picture and instead I like I do it like this. <laughs> and uh like this and i and i take like a a selfie with it like uh-huh. like er, you know and like i like take a couple pictures of it uh with me with my face in it like look at that <laughs> is it showing up on the camera um you snap a shot and send it digitally um curiously enough the uh picture that shows up on your cell phone does in fact depict what looks like an animal moving past the window. 
Okay. Do I see the plate thingies that you described before? And then it fades from the picture in real time. As it arrives, you see this darkened shape of a dog and it just fades away. Oh. And you just see a picture of a window. I call, uh, uh, you're getting a call back for me. Uh, yeah. Did you get my oh, selfie? I, did you get my selfie? I, I did. I think, I think it's chimerical because it disappeared in the picture. I go back to look at my pictures, but then I realize I can't. It's faded. All my, all my yeah, phone. If you hang, I hang if up you on hang her up. again. I keep I'm flipping my phone and flipping my phone. I was like, I got to upgrade. Oh, man. I call her back. Okay. okay. Skeeta's back on the phone again. <laughs> okay. So let me just rack my brain. Can I do a gray mare roll to see if I know what this is? Uh, yes, you may. All right. It would be gray mare. Also, uh, this would be intelligence gray mare. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, also, fun fact, I discovered today that it's one of those kooky, it's one of those kooky um, uh, Gallic, like interpretation, interpretive names. I've been calling it Grey Mare, but it's actually, oh. I believe it's Grim Rye, Grey Rye. You're just Which is, blowing my mind today, Ed. <laughs> yeah, I just I found this out recently because there's a brilliant, and I'm gonna post this on the coffee, but there's a brilliant channel that I posted in the game resources that uh actually it explains there is a YouTuber that created a per, a, a quick YouTube of pronunciation terms. So that's awesome. Amazing. Amazing. So it's it's grammary, I think is grammary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gram it's a it's a variation of the same word. Like a granary. Yeah. Yeah. But for the gram. Uh, mm. um, so intelligence. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I did my roll. Okay, so I did roll one, but I got three successes. So two successes total. Okay, so you made your grammar I roll. You got two successes and you... With two successes, Skeeta, as you're looking at the picture and trying to do the math, you're like... It's definitely got to be, it, it has to be, it has to be a chimerical creature of some kind. I don't recognize You're it. You're certain of it. No, it doesn't look like a, it, if it is a dog, the way, the way Ruby is describing it, then it's possible. It's, it's possible. It's a nightmare chimera. But you would need to see it yourself to get an idea of what yeah. it is you're dealing with. But what you do know from this picture is it is definitely chimerical, the way it's behaved after okay. the picture was taken. If anybody else had seen that picture, they would never have seen a dog to begin with. They would have seen just mm -hmm. an empty picture of a window. Mm -hmm. And a fun selfie. Were you taking the selfie? <laughs> okay, so the big sign, this fox puka just giving a big like peace sign is this like giant dark like jet black night creature is just moving around outside. Mm, okay. Um, if I'm still on the phone with her, I'll say, okay, uh, don't let it in and don't, don't move. Don't do anything. I'm going to come to you. Can you just let me in the front door away from wherever that thing is? I mean, say, say no, I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> yes. You can lie to me. It's fine. Just lie. Just lie. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I know. No, I, I was actually trying to think of like, um, well, 
you know, earlier I was gonna, I was gonna take a drive and and go to my car and and uh, run some errands and uh, maybe instead I'll walk. So I'm trying to tell you to go the the back, come in the back way, not the front where the parking lot is, is my way of. Yeah, but you gotta say that as a puka. I told you when you rolled up Ruby, I was not going to let you off the hook with this. So if you want, if you want to try to get around your frailty, you can well, try to get around it with a roll. I'm kind of telling a story that's a lie to hint to do something else. So, that, so let me hear sounds, it. Right? Yeah, let me hear it. What, what's the story? Okay, well, I, I was gonna, uh, you know, get my car, go for a long drive, run some errands, uh, but then I figured, you know what? Uh, gas is so expensive lately, I probably should just walk. Uh, so uh, maybe, you know, just walk over <laughs> and meet me. Um, we can, you know, we don't have to take the car. <laughs> Skeeter, roll with empathy. She is just going off right now. And you're like, you get the impression Ruby's trying to tell you something? This is I the way it is with at, Ruby, unfortunately. <laughs> you're just like, I just looked down at Pipsqueak and, and he's just doing. Ru Pipsqueak is like <laughs> staring at the window and staring back at you. <laughs> I got two successes. Yeah, you get the impression Ruby is trying to communicate to you to, to you said walk, is that right? Basically t saying that we shouldn't use the car. First of all, uh, fun fact, Ruby doesn't have a car, so that should probably uh -huh. also hint to you. Okay. Yeah, I was going to go to the parking lot, you know, but yeah, oh. but no, like, yeah, like I was going to go Don't. for a long drive. But for, oh man, I should have upped the difficulty on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, you get the, you get the basic idea that Ruby is basically trying to right. You, I don't have a. I mean, yeah, you you would. I would say that's 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 why I'm okay. Not retro roll. Like, yes, you would know that Ruby doesn't actually use. If she needs car. to get around, it's yeah. usually public transportation or, or hitching a ride yeah. or like a caravan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So don't go to the parking lot. Go to the other entrance. Is probably what I would figure out from that. Is that what you meant? <laughs> No. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you You're like, God, I know it. what Ruby meant. <laughs> I got it. I'm going to die today. Okay. <laughs> Elementary, my dear Watson. It's literally like, it's literally giving Kronk directions <laughs> and him just reading it back to you and being like, got it. <laughs> All right. I know, I know how to do this. Yeah. So, Bonnie, if at any point you want to try to get around your frailty, keep this in mind. Okay. Um, as a puka, uh, everything you say has to have an untruth in it. Under circumstances, under under most circumstances, puka can speak the truth as long as it's mixed with lies. Ah, um, okay. Half truths and exaggerations. The trouble okay. comes when you're asked direct questions. If you're asked a direct question, yeah, a puka has to that. ask. <laughs> if you are asked a direct question, you must answer with a falsehood. If are you, you wish to answer truthfully. It is a willpower roll at a difficulty eight, and you have to spend a point of willpower. Ooh. It's okay. literally just going, mm, yes. 
yes. Okay. Well, the answer so, is no. Or the answer okay. is yes. Well, with that being said, you heard me go, well, I needed to run some errands and go for a really long drive. So I was going to go all to my car, but then I figured it might be better to walk because gas has been so expensive. And you know how huge of a gas guzzler my car is. And uh, yeah, so, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to join me, that would be great. But instead of driving, I'm probably going to walk. <laughs> So, okay, so so <laughs> so this on really clarified which entrance you're at. Exactly, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna I I don't even know what you're park. saying. I'm just so, gonna leave Bonnie. my car parked in the front, and we're just gonna walk to run the errands. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So Bonnie, yeah. because Aliza got two successes, I'm going to allow you to translate what <laughs> she would pick up from what you were trying to say, because. I'm telling you right now, even as your GM listening to you say that, I have no idea how I would ever work the enigma of what you were trying to tell me. So what do you what does what does Skeeta get from what you just said? So she know so she's she's coming to the school and she said she'll be there in just a moment. Uh-huh. Um, assuming you want that she was going to enter, enter through the main entrance, which is where the parking lot is. Sure. I yeah. was trying to say, Hey, we're not taking my car. It's a gas guzzler. I, you know, and, and, and me saying this also probably makes her remember Ruby doesn't have a car. Uh, it's like, instead we're probably going to walk, which is there's a, there's a back entrance that you can walk around, uh, the school because, um, that's like a little bit of a ways, but sure. it's like the back, the back entrance that you can just sure, walk sure, sure. through. So, like so you're saying. So to summarize, you're saying yeah. you're telling her Skeeta gets to use the back entrance that it's dangerous out front. Don't go yeah. in the front. There was the yeah, something obviously it, it was it knows the parking lot area. It was in the parking lot entrance. Mm. OK, the so then entrance. to summarize, this thing is out front. Use the back door. Mm-hmm. OK, I'm going to tell my Lyft driver. Uh, can you actually just swing around to the back? I'm My friend's a teacher and she's on her break. And yeah. Uh, just pull in. To, yes, ma'am. Oh, yeah, around there. Yes, Thank ma'am. You. Not a problem. Not a problem. Okay. You pull away from the curb as this black Prius begins to pull towards uh, the school. You're driving along. Um, by the way, Skeeta, I did want to tell you that while you were listening to Ruby just go on and on and on and on and trying to discover what it was she was trying to tell you, in the background, you could hear what sounded like. <clears throat> It's loud enough that you could have heard it through the receiver of the phone. Even one as old as what? Ruby's. Okay, don't be, don't be phone shaming me, Eric. Okay? No, you deserve it, okay? <laughs> it's a flip um, phone. I'm going to, actually, this might be our first text, group text. As a Motley, I'm going to text everyone and just start a group text and say, whoever is available, please meet over at the back entrance of the school because there's a chimerical something something that is threatening our dear ruby and i need backup two two things i want to put out there is if Mm -hmm. we want we can say narratively that this happens and it's what actually if if you want and this is just i'm throwing out storyteller suggestions so that we can all like sync up Mm -hmm. but if you want if you want we could say this is what causes ashling to be like and that's my stream for today <laughs> or 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 we could say that it just times out perfectly however you want to do that uh we had a step we we came to the conclusion that it was uh post closet exploration therefore uh she had already ended her stream and was okay. therefore uh stalling uh putting on party clothes 
Okay, so you're literally like looking at the mirror <laughs> while yeah. while this is happening. Okay. And I can tell you exactly uh, where Holly is in a way that ultimately yeah. happens to be convenient, even though they are not in the group text. Sure. Um, it's that at lunch, they had a lot of a few bites because they had intended to go in on food at the pink berry. And then that did not work out. And then they had a little sampler platter of a lot of things. All of this is a preface to I want more chowder. So I went back to chowder in love. I wanted back. to eat more chowder. I went back to I'm chowder. I'm picturing, after you parted ways with everyone, I'm picturing Holly wheeling themselves over to their escape point, as it were, and then stopping before they got there and was like, sun's still up. And then turning around and going back. <laughs> um, so when okay. Ashley goes, uh, goes out... If and when it goes out, you will find me. So there's one more piece of context that I want to give everyone just to give you some more narrative juice. Okay. Because we didn't get to play last week. And so as a quick refresher, keep in mind, you're getting a call about some kind of nightmare chimera that's going on at the school. And mm -hmm. this is literally two hours after you fought one in broad daylight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a second one, apparently, and Ruby is the one that's encountered it. Whoops. Or it has encountered Ruby. Whoops. So just to give some context of how unusual this text is. Yeah. Uh, I think when you see uh, Ashling, she had gotten ready for the party. And what that looks like is she's wearing about 15 layers of clothing. Uh, you, you can see that she has a dress under but there's like a sweater over uh, another shawl over a big overcoat over um, a cape. Like she has clearly like layered for comfortability and like, please don't perceive me. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so she's like very bulky as her arms barely fit on it through all of the layers. Um, <laughs> and when Perfect. she spots you and just says, Oh, Hi. You can barely hear her, Holly, amongst the din of people that are still in the dining room areas. Am I going to be underdressed? Not for a nightmare. What? <laughs> oh, right. Um, and and Ashling, uh, like, uh, skitters closer to you and then um, hands you her phone it's one of those new fangled digital devices that has people's words on it <laughs> i just read the page of it like the slate of it i have not like those gestures we aren't there yet we're gonna get there so much quicker than we would have on other forms of ui <laughs> like bless the intuition because we see like little babies figure it out so quick mm -hmm. little fishy babies will be able to figure it out eventually but not yet um, so they read that page and they do swap the phone for for the like bread rolls if you would like one. Ashley, this is an, an equivalent exchange. Yes. Uh, so she eats it like a mouse. Just <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Um, as a quick refresher for everybody who's watching, um, to the family out there, one of the frailties of playing merfolk is you have no idea or even a, or even like a point of reference of what some of these technologies are. And so you're watching Holly in real time go, what is this that I'm holding? I'm supposed to read all of this? 
So, um, it's a remote. Would you like a ride? Is that like having more layers? As I look at Phoenix. Hmm. Hmm. No. But meet me out back. <laughs> also shoves the rest of the bread into her mouth it's, hole. <laughs> I, I, I swear I'm getting so many like tin ego vibes from Holly and Chowder just there and bread. Um, all right. What? So meeting Holly out back, what does yeah. Holly encounter? Um, you, you might expect, well, you wouldn't know, but you, maybe you've, you've seen the cars, you've almost been run over by some, um, so you <laughs> might expect sort of a car in the back alley, um, but you find Ashling on a Razor scooter and that is Ashling's <laughs> mode of <Naturally>. transportation. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I have too many and I point at the wheels and the coats. Like the layers of you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's roll. <laughs> just actually takes off. <laughs> I, I'm just hearing like the Cindy Lauper Goonies music right now as the two of you just roll out of the parking lot. <laughs> okay, so who wins? Scooter v. Chair. I feel like chair. I think chair, yeah. Chair seems I think chair? Yeah. I think chair, I mean, because skateboards do pretty well against me, but scooters, I think, are slower. Scooters are slower yeah. because there's the, yeah. like, slow, and, and I don't think Ashling's particularly, like, daredevil-esque with their scootering. I think it's very leisure and uh, Especially if it's very, a ranger. Uh, you can't go that fast uh, because you're putting so much into those two little, very thin wheels. That said, um, Holly is not Sam. Um, so I think we're ultimately going to be, have some reasonable parity. Okay. Side um, by side. I'm oh going my to gosh, say, we're going to terrify pedestrians. Sorry. I'm going to say, since y'all are wheeling it, I'm going to, and, and I'm so sorry to do this to you, but, uh, I am going to ask for a stamina athletics role. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. You're good at stamina. Guess what my, uh, my specialty for stamina is. Hmm. What is it? Tireless. <laughs> just like a machine, just com- like the porcelain face. It just dead but eyes. But also it's just... funny because it's tired. Because it's a tire. Okay. Where is my... There they are. Cool. Make a roll. You want sixes uh-huh. or better? Yeah, I do. <laughs> One success. All right. Yep. Two. Two. So Holly, this is not like swimming. There's, there is a, there is a synergy you share with the currents of the ocean and they carry you as much as you use them to move. There is an elegance and a, a logic. Moving on land is, you're fighting the world. There's gravity and there's there's momentum and there's stoplights and like people walking around and like <laughs> um, you with one success, you succeed. But it is characterized as barely succeeding. So you're a little on the winded side and a little just like 
your body is kind of just trying to get used to the movements, constantly stopping and starting and constantly stopping and starting. But the two of you, along with the Uber, y'all are all starting to converge at basically the same point. The Avengers are assembling as you're all starting to head towards Point Cassida Elementary School. While this is all happening, you have been watching, Ruby, as this dog has continued to pace around outside the windows and then just kind of disappears. It's like pacing back and forth like a predator out front. And then you wait for a moment to see if it's going to continue the pattern of appearing and disappearing in front of the window and you don't see it. I, I, I grab a pencil and go and sharpen it quickly. And then I get the bag of cat treats and start creeping towards the door with the pencil okay. <laughs> or a weapon. Apparently there's not a lot of weapon options at schools, which is what it should be people. Um, anyway, it's my PSA. Okay. Grabbing my pencil, and I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go out into the hallway and look around. Uh, at this point, the school has gone into after hours mode, so every other light in the hallway is on, mm-hmm. and you're seeing a darkened hallway. Light shadow, light shadow, light shadow, going down about a hundred feet. Is that it's just a long hallway with school doors and whatnot. A lot of the classroom doors have been left open for janitorial staff. So you can see like old waste baskets that are just kind of holding these big, thick uh, wooden doors open. But you don't hear anybody moving around or cleaning or anything. Um, I, um, I grab my phone and I think to myself, no, because I don't have a flashlight on my phone because I'm not cool. And then uh, yeah. I look in my bag to see if I have anything. And then I pull out like a firework and I'm like, no. no i can't use that inside you know like i'm pulling out random Mm -hmm. things that could work for form of light put it back in and then just uh um try this that didn't work either the lights aren't clappers no the lights don't change i saw that on on tv (laughs) once i thought it might work (laughs) <laughs> nope, nothing, nothing, nothing appears to happen. Well, that was a waste of time. I just keep creeping forward with my pencil. All right, so you leave the classroom. I'm going to try and go to, towards the back door where I know, um, where I know they're going to come and meet me. Okay. You creep out of your class, classroom, look left and right. You look down the hall, you see the darkened hallway. You clap a couple of times. Nothing happens. You Hooray! see Pipsqueak peeks out from underneath your skirt and looks up at you like, are you kind of like, I'm, you're calling me? Kind of has this look on his face like you're clapping for him. So he's like, yes, kind of like, see the little mm-hmm. tiger face giving you kind of a questioning look. I look at him and go, um, good job. Give him a thumbs up. It goes back underneath the skirt like that was the easiest come here I've ever had. And mm-hmm. um, as you step out into the hallway you hear the breath of the animal immediately. You just <laughs> you kind of slowly turn and look and the doors are closed and it's standing in front of them inside. It is indeed, it looks like a massive, 
it is mastiff scaled. So it is a very large canine looking creature with this black glossy chitinous plating all over its back. Its jaws, they don't look like they've rotted away. It looks like that's the way they've always been. It looks like it looks like somebody kind of just pulled its lips up backwards and they just vanished. It doesn't have anything except for exposed gums and bones sticking out, and its eyes are gleaming with red malice. Oh no. Hold on, I'm looking up it's my mirror. Staring at you, its tongue kind of lolling out. <laughs> Its tongue is nightmarishly long, longer than a large dog's. It hangs about a foot to two feet outside of its mouth, just dangles off onto its side. You are getting what looks like droplets of blood sliding off of it, probably because this animal is constantly chomping on its own flesh by accident or by design. You can just see it pouring out of its mouth. Um, Ruby is obviously scared, but she uses humor as a way to deflect uh-huh. And and so she's gonna be like, you know, hey, hey, doggy, how did you get inside the door, huh? Oh my god. And you got um, some imposable thumbs on you, huh, buddy? Okay, okay. And like as and but but backing up slowly as like she's talking to it. Um way to way to way to way to evolve, dog. Like I, I need you to roll I'm, charisma I'm, I'm, plus animal kin, please. Wait, I'm looking at my merits. I'm trying to find my merits so I can yeah, use the merit. This is so this is so Vince Glortho talking to like this is the scene from Ghostbusters. Like nice little doggy, cute little yep. pooch. Yeah, maybe I've got a milk bone. <laughs> yep, I'm trying to find my damn cat treats. Uh, let me see. Where is uh? Okay, I'm looking at my merits now because I have okay. I have something that actually might work for this. All right. This is what I was looking for. Let's let's see Let it. Find it. I'm I'm looking for the paper, um, or the paper. The, is it the good number. listener? Because that ain't gonna cut it. Calming presence, yo. Calming presence. Uh huh. I can calm any animal or child with a quiet word or even a look. Okay. Something in my aura conveys <laughs> safety and security to the animal or animal or child. Guard dogs and wild animals will never attack me. And this is not a wild animal. Presence. Well, look, mm. you can see why I'm assuming. Can I? Uh, this is something you that can I try would it. Try. I would try calming. You presence. can absolutely try it. Yes. Okay. You can absolutely give it a shot. So, cool, cool, cool. Um, so the difficulty of this is going to be eight. Okay. So you need okay. to roll an eight or better. Okay. And what on am I D10s. Rolling it's it's, it's all D10s. Yeah. So yeah, I know you're that. rolling you're rolling charisma and. Uh, I'll allow you to make, you know what, though, because of the extraordinary circumstances of what you are confronting, um, instead of making you roll animal kin, I, I will let you do uh, a min. I think this would be a good time to allow you to try one of the things that Ruby is particularly good at. So if you want to do, if you want to do charisma plus expression. I'll let you do that. We also have story what about points? empathy. You also have like story points. What about empathy? Like no, I wouldn't say like, empathy. This is this is really you trying to express. I'm gonna say it's charisma plus expression here. Okay. All right. Try to communicate okay. to this chimerical this. creature. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Here I go. Think of it as like a wit's persuasion. Well, you need an eight or better and one's takeaway from successes. 
Oh, 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 wait, where'd it go? Okay, one, two, three successes, but one, one as well. So two successes. Damn it. So two successes. So you, you yeah. rolled two, two eights or better. Okay. Yeah, so I rolled an eight, an eight, nine, but also a one in there and, and something that menacingly takes a step forward, but doesn't charge you and okay. instead initiates what sounds like a vicious growling sound outside Skeeta, just as you're closing the door to the Uber, you can hear it from inside the building, a muffled, like low baritone, like snarl. And about this point, Skeeta to your left coming down the street in the distance, you can see the two rollers on their way, but you've got a good lead on them because you took the Uber and because you were the first person contacted. Can I tell if the growl is coming from the outside or the inside? Inside. Huh. I'm going to run up to that back door and look inside. Is there a little window on the door? <laughs> yeah. Two long windows. As soon as you run up, you can see uh, it looks like it, as soon as you peer in it, and to your great relief, I imagine, Ruby, you can see Skeeta's face just suddenly pop into the window behind this animal. You see the scene as described, but from the animal's point of view, you see this large chimerical demon dog thing that's standing in the hallway and it's facing down uh, Ruby. You can also see there is gooey slime dripping from the handle that's right in front of you. Ugh. What? Wait. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, it, it looks uh, like it's got Ruby mean? kind of locked in place, but it's not attacking. It seems like rather like it's focused on what Ruby is saying to it, and it's not attacking Ruby at the moment. And as uh, and then it cuts to me talking to the creature going, did you know that imposable thumbs are actually very important to the uh to evolution and th this is what separates us and i just bs about um, thumbs yeah i'm gonna stop you because you gotta you gotta exaggerate or lie as you're saying all of this oh um, <laughs> as you're stating facts sure, sure, sure. oh you're a teacher yeah i just teach yeah. in a very unconventional way do you way. think she's qualified or just uh when bonnie said ruby is a substitute teacher i was like oh this mm -hmm. is great this mm -hmm. is great the kids are the absolutely going to connect with you yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right a little known fact but uh gators actually have imposable thumbs and uh it used to be in the swamps that you'd have to double lock the doors in order to keep them from entering your domain. Um, but throughout the years, and like I, I can, if I can, look you just keep going in the background. Yeah. Are you so? Are you just standing there as you're saying all of this? I'm slowly backing up towards the okay. door where I know. Then I'm going to say I'm going to say behavior which would normally provoke a reaction, mm -hmm. backing up like that fearfully, is instead met with mild curiosity even though there's a menace coming from this thing because you successfully rolled that charisma expression check it seems to be taking its time pondering you for a moment but as you back up instead of charging you it matches you step for step so as you take a step back it takes a step forward you can and at that point ruby you're definitely getting the impression from this thing that it intends to try to kill you Mm. You, it, there's no need for an empathy check here at all. It has its eyes just locked on you. Its head is dipped low and it hasn't come at you yet because you've done a good job kind of throwing off its groove a little bit as its head is dipping. It's trying to comprehend what you're saying to it. 
And just so you know, uh, being someone that was born with imposable thumbs, I am actually a thumb wrestler uh, champion, <laughs> and I have uh, traveled the world and and have won many, many you tournaments. Feel so the quivering <laughs> of pipsqueak on your leg, this small little fuzzy thing just vibrating in terror on your calf. Um, what are you doing, Skeeta? We're going to have uh, a few I'm more moments before the cavalry gets here. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if I should distract it. it if things are under control in there, but this thing looks very dangerous and I don't trust it. If I should distract it like by knocking on the door, get it to come this way so that um, Ruby can like run into a room and or something, mm -hmm. you know, get away and lock a door behind try, her. Try to buy Ruby some time. I will tell you this, yeah. Ruby has bought herself some time. She is running out. Okay. She's running out? She's out running of out of time. Oh, out of time. So she she successfully time. she successfully stopped this thing from coming at her, but she only bought herself some time. Okay, it can go through doors too. So yeah, I think I need to draw it out. Oh, I'm scared. Skeeta starts banging on the door. Hey, dog thing. That does it. It whips around suddenly like you startled it. Its back is now turned to you, Ruby, as it turns and faces, and you see this nightmare creature looking back at you. Come on. Come on, doggy. Come on. And I'm going to back away from the door, knowing that it can come through doors. I'm just All right. Like, so you're going to try to. So I'm going to say this is a hmm, make a manipulation expression check. We're going to see if you can. Uh, we're going to see if you can basically taunt this thing into coming out. OK. These same four dice have been good to me. Knock on wood. Uh, it's not an innate difficulty, and trying to provoke this thing is not difficult. Okay. And so it's a six. I only got one success. Okay. Uh, it hesitates. It glances back, exhibiting what looks like to be more than animalistic intelligence. It looks like it looks back at Ruby to consider which one, and then it charges the door at you, Skeeta. Your head dips low. You can see it's coming. Sure enough, it's bulk charges that comes charging towards the door. It's only three feet away from the door. So you have moments before this thing slams into the door. Yeah. I'm going to slip away um, and try to hide somewhere. Um, that we're going to do real quick. We're going to do this real fast because I know what you're invoking here. And I'm so excited that you're finally using this. Um, so wait, what am I invoking? I don't know. <laughs> oh, you're a Pisky. Piskies oh. have it. Piskies have an ability to sort of, uh, if they don't want to be seen, they have an ability to just sort of get the hell out of there if they need to get the hell out of there. Oh, so yeah. So I remember, I did you did you write that down in your? Uh, it's it's you know how you get frailties. You also get uh, the benefits of being a pisky. Okay, let me look this up then. Sure. It's uh, so I'll, I'll pull it up for you right now. Um. So right now, what you'll be able to roll to get the duck out of fodge blending in. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. So let's see. Um, ah. So nimble blending in, no matter where they go, piskies always look like they belong there. Their skin color, hair color, eye color, facial features, clothing, all of it just appears to belong, which where they're traveling. So um, any changeling or supernatural entities player can roll perception plus Kenny difficulty eight to see through the illusion. So basically when you dip away from the door, it has to roll or it loses sight of you. Okay. I thought I thought I was just going to do a, like a stealth roll. I mean, but... you can or you can be or you can go full pisky. Yeah, I will do that. 
I'll, I'll let's do the piss. In which the group that they are traveling. Okay. Um, um, it is worth noting that there are a couple of people outside mortals that are walking around. Oh no! Wait, no. Oh, ye. if I had known that, I wouldn't have. No, no, you don't have to worry down. about it. It's chimerical. It's not going to attack them. No, it can't interact. Well, yeah. as far as you know, it can't interact with them. Okay. Okay. All right. But like also with the nervosa, between... where it looked like y'all were fighting each other, as far as they were concerned, mm-hmm. that's okay. what we would know from context, I suppose. My only other thing is yeah. that I wanted to warn. I, I'll pull out my phone and also text. It's no time to do but, this. Yeah, um, I was going to say you're, this thing is yeah. three feet. It's lunged at the door. So if you want to duck away, you can try to, to duck away and just pretend like you're a mortal, just walking, walking the sidewalks. Oh, I see. Okay. And that's your pisky ability to sort of just like. Whoop, blend in and be like and what does it have to roll perception kenning it has to make a perception kenning at a difficulty of eight to spot that you are in fact not who you're pretending you to be you basically pull an assassin's creed you slip into the crowd and you're just like no i belong here Uh uh-huh okay all right let's do it let's do it okay i'm gonna make the roll it's all gonna happen all at once let's see this Uh, I got one success. So this is what happens. You all, the two of you, Ashling and Holly, you are, you are on approach of the school and you can see the form of Skeeta banging into a door and doing something. Moments later, you see Skeeta turn towards a group of mortals who have kind of glanced in her direction. People looks like they're at faculty. Maybe that's out in the parking lot. Skeeta takes two quick, long strides and kind of stands next to them. (laughs) <laughs> it's she's she's just in their presence in a few moments they interestingly enough and you've seen her do this before ashling skeeta can just do this with people sometimes just walk right up to them and no one thinks it's weird no one sees it as a violation of space everyone just sees it as a total like oh yeah yeah um for a split second ashling you almost it takes you a moment to blink and realize that's still skeeta it's like if you if you can imagine what it would be like to be just unable to see Skeeta for a moment, even though you're staring right at her, it takes you a split second. No, 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 that's still her. And at the same moment that happens, the door to the school smashes open suddenly, which is enough to make the mortals turn and kind of jump. The mortals don't react to what emerges from the school. However, it whatever it is, that large black dog creature spots Skeeta the same time that you spot it. And you see its head dip low. Skeeta, you see the illusion worked for a brief second, but this thing spotted you. From your angle, Ruby, you see the dog. This thing hesitates for a moment. And then again, the way a racing dog does when it tries to go from zero to 60 in one footstep, its head dips low, its back sinks down, and it starts to charge off. And we have to pause there because it's our break. Oh, no! (laughs) Eight minutes past, yeah. Yeah, So. Um, so let's pause here. And when we come back, you will all be together, but like separated on the battlefield, as it were, uh, in different areas. There are mortals here that are present. They don't seem to be aware of what's going on, but they did see the door fly open, which interacting with a physical object like that is not typical for a chimera. Sometimes they can do it if they spend glamour. So there's something happening here. I have a feeling Ruby's going to get, a charge <laughs> um, for that door. So we are going to be back <laughs> in 10 minutes, y'all. Don't go anywhere. 
Welcome back to the dream family. We're going to jump right back into where we were left and leaving off with a big chimerical mutant hell beast charging after Skeeta. After Skeeta almost success, successfully ducked away from this thing. Um, however, it did spot her with one success. And now this thing is charging towards her in the crowd. So as, I'm going to get. Oh, yeah. I no, was go ahead. Say, as it's charging, um, because I obviously don't want it to go to Skeeta and also mortals. Mm-hmm. I guess. Can I start banging on the on the uh, lockers to just to get its attention again? Okay, you can certainly try. <laughs> um, all right. In which case, uh, I'm gonna start banging on my grandma and your grandma sitting by the fire, and I'm just gonna be banging. Please on don't the take us down, Twitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then, what I'm gonna say is, I go, I go, I make, make a. <laughs> I'm going to let you do this one thing and uh, I'm going to say roll charisma plus expression again, if you would, okay. please. Okay. Um, but the, the difficulty for this is going to be nine. Jeez. Okay. One. All right. Roll. So you're kind of playing the same trick again. <laughs> Try to get this thing's attention after it's committed to murder. Um, so go ahead and make your roll. Are you sure it was an eight? Let me check my notes here. No, I got hmm. one success. Yeah, it's a nine. One six. How much? One. I got one yeah. success. Okay, let me let me roll for him. Uh. Yeah, that thing does not even hear you. Uh. <laughs> it does not hear you. It is going straight for Skeeta. It, it was a wants, good song. Um. All right. So this is actually going to put us into initiative. No, no. All so. Right. Uh, so let's go ahead and kick things off. On that note, I'm going to have everyone here is going to roll a D10, if you would, please. Um, and you are going to add your wits plus alertness to that roll. Okay, wits plus alertness. Mm-hmm. And tell me what you get as we are in a full-fledged fight here. All right, so let me right. roll. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I got a seven. I got a total of 10. Okay. I got a 17. Whew, wow. Sorry, 16. Apologies, 16. Okay. 16. You're very All right, so that is going to be... So starting off... Because, right, it's, it's what you roll on the die plus the pips you have for alertness mm-hmm. and wits together. That's correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Wow. <laughs> right? I rolled a 10 so first, on the D10, and then I had wow. six split between the, the two. All right. And alertness, three and three. Did anybody okay. else Did anybody else roll higher than a 14? Okay. The hound is going second. The hound. Oh, no. Uh, hound. What did everybody else roll? What did you roll, Elisa? Seven. Seven. Okay, and how about you, Ruby? I got a 10. And Holly? Wait. Uh, Sam's audio's down. They, they got a 12. Oh. Oh, oh I okay. got an 11. Oh, okay. I can't count. I got an 11. Holly, okay, and then Ruby? 11. And then? I can't count. Okay. 
and then yeah mm. <laughs> all right well this is easy to rationalize Kita. if you going last basically just states that uh this thing charging you has literally thrown you off <laughs> as this thing comes at you um what are you going to do so just as a quick refresher the way combat works in changeling is uh, the person who's who rolled the lowest initiative actually declares what they are doing first. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm going to try to dexterity my way over to like some bushes. You're going to run? Try to hide. Yeah. Okay. Next up is Ruby. What are you doing? Skeeta's going to run. I am also going to run, but I'm going to run toward it okay because i but what i'm gonna i'm gonna um shoot because there's so many mortals around yeah but do can i clarify this might yeah Mm -hmm. this might help uh to clarify i'm running i imagine um i'm so okay i'm imagining the school is there and then Mm -hmm. if i'm facing the school from where I'm standing to my right is where the two rollers are going to come up. Technically the school is to your left right now. That's kind of where you, you kind of blended into the thing. Cause you, okay. you dashed away from the door and slid into a crowd. Okay. Where are Holly and uh, Ashling coming up? Then? They're to your right. And they're coming down the street right now, right. headed in your oh. direction. So I wanted mm-hmm. to run in a direction that was kind of like making a triangle between basically making the hound run away from where the mortals are so that we have a point to triangulate on it. That would be running towards Holly and, uh, and, uh, Ashley. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you took off in the opposite direction of the school, you would run right past the mortals and head towards your two friends, or you could run straight ahead and run away from everybody. Is there a way to run parallel to the, from the school? So if the line is like school, Mortals, Ashling, and Holly, I run this way. Right, well, either go straight ahead or go behind. If the if the door mm-hmm. is to the left and we're to the right, straight ahead creates a triangle between yeah. your Holly Skeeta. Can That's I what yes. use yeah. a story point to make something true? Uh you can when it comes to your turn. My turn yeah. is next. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I just want to clarify that's uh, that's how I'd like to run. Yes. To that. So straight ahead of you is uh, what looks like sort of a grassy hill that slopes down to the sidewalk, and then there's the street. Okay. What's in the other direction? Can I? Can I so behind you is the parking lot. So the parking lot's right behind you. the The road that the school is on is in front of you. To the left is the school itself. Want, the double door. So the right to, is the direction your friends are coming from. I want to go to the parking lot. Okay, so that's directly behind you. Me, yeah, if this thing's mm-hmm. following okay. me, I want to draw it into the parking lot. Can I? Okay, that's easy. The, yeah, you can, can dash past them and, the, and rush. Oh, sorry. Okay. Can I say something about school that also is true about the school? What's uh, that? Eric, that there's a playground where they have recess and like. Oh yeah, you don't have to spend a story point for that. No, I know, but I okay. Yeah, but no. I was this like is trying this... to make it to where it was in the vicinity. The playground was in the vicinity. Oh yeah, I mean, if if so, if Skeeter's running backwards. She's effectively running back onto the school ground where the parking right. lot is. Cool, 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 cool. On the other side of that parking lot is going to be a chain link fence where there is a playground. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Now we're about to have some fun. So running towards playground. Yep. Or parking well, lot. Parking, parking lot. lot. Yeah. We'll see if we get to the. Yeah. Um, all right. So what are you doing now, Ruby? What is your what is your intention? I am going to actually start running towards the playground because. Okay. There's a there's the gymnasium there and the monkey bars and basically all kinds of. Um, That's on the other like, side of the parking lot. So you're basically running the yeah. same direction as Skeeta. I see so where like, I see where Skeeta's going. So, so Skeeta's running. Dog is chasing. You're chasing dog. Gonna, basically, yeah, this is very much a Scooby Doo episode. But I'm I'm gonna right. be I'm gonna be running, but also making kind of noise to like maybe get its attention so it follows me because I'm thinking to myself if I can get to the playground where i can get higher ground and like use some of my fun balance Mm -hmm. skills i i would have an advantage over like attacking and also like it couldn't it can't climb me although it did get through the door so if you tried so i'll go ahead and tell you now that if you attempt to make noise again it is going to continue to become even harder than before because you have failed two rolls against it or you would have failed two rolls against it what if if i throw my pencil then you will be down one pencil i got some more (laughs) in my hair i got like four (laughs) i believe in you (laughs) but you can i'm not saying you can't try it but just so you know the more you try the same tactic to get the the animal off of skeeta the the less likely it is to work unless you switch it up somehow or try something new bend down and grab a rock and throw a rock at it and then run towards the playground Uh, i mean yeah you could make amelia that's basically a ranged attack yeah i want to do that so yeah if you want to say in in which case um in which case, yes, I would say if you wanted to spend a story point, you can make it true that there is a nice fist-sized stone that maybe is laying in the corner. Just Maybe it's a piece of... Uh, actually, we could just say it's a piece of the sidewalk that's kind of loose, like a small sliver of sidewalk. That happens all the time. Um, it's cracked loose. You could, If you want to spend a story point, I could say you scoop down and pick that up, and we could turn that into a bashing weapon that you could throw. This is where our tax money goes! <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna scoop up weapon. Okay, so are you? Is that what your plan is then? Yep, and I'm gonna because I okay. want it to stop chasing Skeeta. So I do want to keep in mind, just because we're getting used to the new initiative rules, you are going next to last, and I the reason why you're telling me what you're doing is because everyone gets to react to what your plan is going to be, including the dog. However, the dog's plan right now seems to be just kill Skeeta. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I just wanted to give you a heads up, so no okay. one. Okay, so throwing. Okay, cool. But it's a good thing. Okay, so if you're going to spend that story point, this story point comes to you on behalf of Wraith. Yay! Thank you, Wraith. Thank, thank you, Wraith, for that story point, Superpunk. That's going to come in handy. Uh, there will be a piece of sidewalk available for you to use that snazzy merit you've got. Um, next up is Holly, then. What are you going to be doing, Holly? Oh, shoot. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, I was really... Well, I guess um, since I will be going after Ashling, maybe I will know things courtesy Ashling. Um, mm-hmm. How are we going to, how far are we with respect to like, how close could I get mm-hmm. up to the nightmare? So to keep this from getting purely chaotic and going into like the realm of Forbidden Lands range categories, instead mm-hmm. what I'm going to say is because y'all are mobile on wheels um, and you've been moving quickly towards the school, I'm going to say that in this round of combat, you will be able to move in and engage if you so choose. Because while everyone else is on foot, you and Ashling are on wheels. So you're moving a lot easier than everybody else. 
I've seen it in action. I can tell you now, <laughs> Sam DeLev can clear space and enter a combat a lot faster than you can on your feet. <laughs> I'm not a sprinter. You're just not going to outlast me. I've just been behind you at Comic-Con. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, yes, if uh, if Ruby is going to be attempting to attract attention... Mm-hmm. I will not focus on doing that. Um, okay. I, or actually, you know what? Perfect. Yes, exactly. I'm going to move up to it uh, on a, on the angle that uh, interposes toward Skeeta. Uh-huh. Flare my fins and get scary and predatorial fishy. Okay. Um, uh that hmm might be tricky to do because it's going to go second and it is i guess it really depends on what ashling is going to do that's actually true if your plan is to do that then it will depend on how ashling engages it because it's going to get to declare its action next in response to what all of you are doing but ashling can probably stop this thing in its tracks so you're going to do spook I'm going to spook this thing. Um, okay, Hound, uh, his action is, the Hound is going to move it in. in there is very small chance Skeeta is going to outrun this thing. If you can't imagine, it is a large canine-like creature. It is clearing the distance terrifyingly fast. Um, it's right out of a horror movie. This thing is on Skeeta's ankles. It I is. Mind. A, um, I like okay, horror it is, movies. Chase, <laughs> kill. All right, so it its intention is to move up and lunge and attack Skeeta. Um, yes. All right, so Ashling, you're the one. You've got initiative. You are going first. What are you doing? Uh, do you want me to declare it or pretend like it's that? Like you can do both is- because you are going first, so you can declare and go. Um, <laughs> yeah. Normally, just I like would- I was going to yeah. say, just like Holly, you're going to be because you're on wheels. You're going to be able to clear the distance and get up there. So go ahead. Um, so normally, I, I think uh, for using her arts, she would uh, start with doing bunks. But considering there is a, a dire situation, I think she's going straight for uh, using her magics um, and okay. is going to be attempting her naming arts. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yes. So how would you, how how do I go about this? This is my first time using magic. Yeah, your first time using magic. So the way this works is... I can tell you what is, my intent, Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, tell me, tell me what you're planning on doing. Okay, so... Because that's going to help me um, determine... Ashling, um, you see the, like, teenage part of her take over as she uh, starts pedaling her foot as hard as she can and sort of comes to a... a, a sort of does a dramatic... with her little scooter next to these uh, adult... Not, as close as you know, time mm-hmm. allows, but sort of skeeters off to the side um, to like hop off of her scooter um, and drops down onto her knees like you would greet a, a, an animal um, and uh, starts whispering um, its nickname that she is giving it. Oh, nice. Okay. So, so you're using, oh, that's so, man, I love changeling magic so much. It's so cool. So you're using naming. Yeah. Specifically and, the nickname art. <clears throat> okay. And that's level one. Is that right? 
It's two. It's two. Level two. Around. Okay. So then here's the here's the tricky part. So you're going to be using this, and so you, what realms are you using? So it's a it is a chimerical creature. So you're probably going to need to use. Um, would this be Fey? Mm-hmm. This would be Fey because okay. anything that interacts with. <clears throat> yeah, anything that interacts. Oh, actually, I have a nice little cheat sheet right here. Um, so you're using naming. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So this is going to be, so here's the realms you're going to need to do this. Okay. Um, Would it be Faye and Scene? Ooh, interesting. Um, or... I think I'm going to say it is Faye. No, I don't think it would be Scene because you're not trying to, you're just targeting it. Let's see. I, I'm going to say this okay. is going to be Faye. Oh, okay. So Chimera included both chimerical creatures and holy chimerical objects. So it's going to be Faye 3. I have three you need... pips. You... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> then, yes, you can use Faye 3 and your rating and naming. Okay. Which is, which is two. at least two. Okay, yeah. so it's two. So you're going to roll a total of five dice. Now, here's where it gets okay. tricky. Okay. Because you're not using a, uh, a bunk, it is a, just a straight-up roll of it's going to cost you um, <clears throat> or using it chimerically. So this actually doesn't cost you any glamour to use because you're affecting a chimerical object. Yay! So you don't, ha- you don't have to call upon the weird or anything like that. So you can just use this without having to burn glamour. That's the good news. The bad news is that because you are trying to use this rapidly um, the way you are, you are... Uh, you're fighting against the banality rating of the area you're in. So the difficulty on this is a flat eight on D10s. Meaning I need at least an eight? You need, you need at least one eight to hit this. And what that's going to do, so reading the Nick, so everybody who's listening at home as Ashling is casting this magic, <clears throat> first of all, I'm going to, um, actually, you know what, though? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a plus one because you described you casting the magic and what you're using it for. So okay. I'm going to give you a plus. I'm going to drop the difficulty because the rules of change in the dreaming specifically say that that definitely counts as a bunk. It's supposed to encourage players to use their imaginations to describe what's happening so that everyone can experience the magic being cast. So at plus, I'll, I'll drop it from eight to a seven. So to describe to everybody um, what Gina's character is doing right now, there's an ability called Nickname. And it reads like this. Before Changeling develops the talent of discernment needed to uncovering true names, she learns to apply the more cursory label to something or someone. The effect fades over time, but the target's identity wraps and bends around the nickname provided by the Changeling. While the cantrip stays in place, everyone around the focus of the cantrip sees them through the lens of that nickname. A knocker begins calling her mother-in-law Warthog, and the poor woman begins to snort when she laughs. After an arrogant she stole her girlfriend, the jilted Pisky names her ex Stilts, causing her people to see her long, beautiful legs as too long and kind of unusual. <laughs> um, so the realm determines uh, the nick- of, of the nickname you're going to give it. Okay. So, all right. So a car nickname clunker doesn't start reliably and sputters when it gets out of the road. Mm-hmm. An impressive Magnum Revolver nicknamed Pea Shooter fires bullets that barely break the skin. That's so powerful. That's amazing. Okay, so go ahead and make your roll. The difficulty is seven. Okay. Um, 
I rolled it. And uh-huh. I'll tell you what I do. <laughs> okay. Sure. So, yeah. How many successes uh, did you get? Four. Four? Yeah. Oh, four. Oh. That's. Uh, does it get a resist? It does not get a resist. It if if it's applied to a change. Oh, or a sentient creature, the target cannot regain willpower unless you act in accordance with the nickname. The number of successes determines. Okay. Oh, that's so cool. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, so um, Ashling uh, starts crawling on all fours, um, kind of making cooing and come here. <laughs> you just uh, yeah, but obviously you can't hear anything. You can just see that that's the mouth that her, that's the shape her mouth is doing is little kisses, little fishy kisses. And, um, and she zones in on locking eyes with this dog as it's running towards her friend. And she's aware that there are mortals there. Um, so she just whispers, um, this creature's new name and says, oh, shy guy, (laughs) you mustn't be out here all alone in front of all these people. Shy guy, you know, you're much too sensitive for that. Okay. Much too shy. Nobody in the vicinity knows what the hell Aisling just said, but everyone can feel the ripple of glamour emanate from around Aisling as she begins to mutter something. The slua says something in that typical soft whisper voice. It's impossible to hear unless you were near Aisling when they're talking. She goes from her razor scooter, throwing it to the ground and then dropping to all fours and whispering at the animal as it is a good 30 to 40 feet in front of her. There's no reason in the world to believe that what she is doing is going to have any kind of effect. The mortals also kind of look in her direction, almost like they just witnessed somebody fall off the razor scooter. Unaware that what's actually happening is the power of the dreaming is answering the call of the slua that whispers this into the air. About halfway through the jog, on its turn, this chimerical hell beast creature slides to a stop the way a dog might when uh, it it realizes it just got in trouble with its owner and its tail goes between its legs and mid-run sits as it slides to a stop and his head dips low um, and immediately scampers in between the nearest pair of cars. <sighs> um, that should give us a few moments. <clears throat> Actually, with four successes, Gina, that gives you one month. Oh! Uh, you have tamed this thing. For an entire month, I, this I, creature. Um, you're lucky it's not sentient. It doesn't behave in a sentient manner. Um, however, it, 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 it is for one month. It is a shy hell beast that doesn't want to be seen. And it scampers between the two cars, making... A, a demonic version of a whimpering noise. <laughs> and it kind of scampers between the cars. Um, and just like right as this is happening, I mean, everything else that you all described was all in the process of taking place. And you do have the option of following through on it if you want to. Uh, so uh, the hound on its action, um, it, <laughs> I had written down chase and kill, but on its action is going to forfeit its action for the round and 
because it changes its direction. And instead, that's what it's going to do. It's still visible to all of you. It hasn't hidden yet, but it is scampering between the cars. Um, next up is Holly. Otherwise, it, unless y'all want to do anything, a combat just ended abruptly. <laughs> as <laughs> as, as uh, the Slua was like, nope, you're shy. Um, the power um, of Nick. Oh, we have to make an adjustment, though. Yes. Um, nickname is a powerful art. Naming yeah. is powerful. And it says at the bottom of nickname, the type is weird, which means it has to call upon the power of the weird to use. So you do have to spend a point of glamour to use this. No problem. Yeah. Otherwise, everything else functions perfectly, which actually ties in because everyone saw you do this. Yeah. This happened in the autumn world and the sheer power of the dreaming backed up what you said and rewrote this chimerical creature's narrative. And it is now Shy Guy, mm-hmm. the hellhound. Oh, man. <laughs> um, what are the rest of y'all doing? Uh, Who's next? I think, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, oh. we're out of combat unless y'all yeah. want to still fight it. Yeah. Um, I would like to use my turn. Mm-hmm. You would be no, You would be next. To get Ashling's scooter uh-huh. for her. Okay. And bring it just to her. Thank swoop you. down with one arm and just. Sh- this is my initiative action. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Thank I you. mean, technically, so technically, you would have to abort your action for the round because you already declared what you were doing. So if this was still combat, then this would be a whole different set of rules of like, ah, I'm changing my mind and it costs something. But here I'm again, just unless saying it as a goof. Sure. This is an opportunity to explain a rule about how combat works since you are describing your actions beforehand. So um, <clears throat> what do you guys do? You see. So right now, the mortals are reacting to this because they see they see. First of all, they see uh, a temporary member of the faculty screaming and running over and scooping up a piece of rock, <laughs> uh, a piece of the sidewalk. Um, and about the same time, you've dashed into the parking lot. Keep in mind the mists that inhabit mortals' minds, they're rationalizing everything that they're seeing mm-hmm. right now. So even though they see you behaving kind of oddly, they just kind of go back to their business. <laughs> if, they, um, if they make any eye contact as, as, uh, as Hallie is uh, bringing my scooter back, I'm just mm-hmm. going to sort of not make eye contact, but look at their nose, which Ashling does very frequently, <laughs> um, and just goes, ow. <laughs> like yep. she fell. One of the mortals does say, are, are you okay? Did Ainsling run past me at all? Uh, no, they're about to, they're, they're just a few feet behind you. Okay. Um, but as, as like one of the faculty, like said, our, like, and, and I see them on the ground, mm-hmm. on the ground I'm, I'm going to, the, the piece of sidewalk that I'm holding, I'm like, and this is why we need to fix the sidewalk at the school. And I, and I bring it back over to where I found it. And I was like, and that is why I was angry. Uh, and I'm like putting it back in the hole that was in there. And I was, uh, <laughs> gonna, like, take a marker out of my hair and put like a big, like, uh, like X marks the spot on it. And it's like, no, you one's pull, gonna, it's, no one's tripping on that today. You know, you, you pull the marker out of your hand and actually discover it as a very fine, very familiar looking, very expensive looking pin. <laughs> oh yeah. Put that, that one right back. The Sharpie, my, as I would like to call it magic marker. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Put a giant X. On the rock okay. and be like, no one's tripping on that today, not on my watch, for I am 
A substitute teacher. <laughs> okay, Ruby. One of them says uh, to the few of them, kind of laugh gently as they begin to walk to their cars, <laughs> completely oblivious to the the animal that's almost five feet to the shoulder, <laughs> creeping between the cars. What is uh, that? I walk over to. Holly and Ashling and also Ruby and I say I don't know but um it looks like it's it's been tamed. Um, what do we do with it? Only for about a month. A month? It's going to be quite shy. I maybe I should have said something more sweet. But it's all I could think of wanting it to No, hide. this is good. You did great. So, Very what do we nice do with this thing for a month? Um, I don't know if my apartment will allow pets or if it'll be keen to even get near any of us. Do we want uh, it to? No. Uh, no, probably not. It's probably still it dangerous. Oh, it's an Indian. Okay. May I make like a a gra- uh, a grammar roll? Uh, yes. I just realized I, I, I'm kind of being liberal with my interpretation of nickname. I just, I, I'm seeing the limitations of it right now. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I think it's, I think it's fine to stick with what we've done though. I, I'm totally fine with it. Uh, I just realized the effects are on an inanimate object and nicknaming forces other people to see it that way. It doesn't actually change it unless it's an inanimate oh. object. I'm totally oh, fine interesting. though. Yeah. I'm totally fine though. Just keeping it like this and just with- running with it. Cause this has been a lot of fun. So okay, I'm cool. totally, so this, so we'll just say for now, this nickname has the, for whatever reason, the sympathetic magics of the dreaming have come into play here as we continue to sort of scrape the rust off and play changing the dreaming. So mm-hmm. let's just, let's just keep moving forward. But yes, we'll say it, Ashley's so magic moving has forward. For a month. Chimerical would can be considered people. Yeah. Well, so way. the way, it, the way it works is if it's in and if it's an inanimate object, then it has, it has the effect of like a gun. It only shoots like pea shooters and stuff like that. Sure, sure, sure. If it is a person or even a stranger, they will start unconsciously referring to something or seeing it through the lens of the nickname that you've given it. So if say, uh, somebody had like, um, bags under their eyes and you were like, I'm going to call you Holly Fairskin," And you always just have such lovely, eyes and whatever then everybody who looked at holly would never see the bags they would just be like oh my gosh holly's skin is so fair and blah 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 like they would just they would they would see through those they would see through the eyes of the nick the lens that the nickname that you gave them and they would just go along with it do me me next (laughs) give me one um if but it does make it, people snort if they laugh. That's an interesting interview. Yeah, uh, interesting. But, well, that's because they have. It. That's because so if you it, it fades over time, but the 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 mm. creature the person's identity will wrap and bend around it. Mm-hmm. So the effect fades over time, but the target's identity wraps and bends around the nickname provided by the changeling. While the cantrip stays in place, everyone around the focus of the cantrip will see them through that lens. So that person may not actually be snort laughing, but everyone would hear that person snort laugh. Do you know what I'm saying? Got it. Well, it sounds like a warthog, even though, like, what did I do? I didn't do anything. Like, why are they calling me that? It's because you've nicknamed them that. And so that's how everyone engages with them. It's I like pointing at it. somebody and say, ah, ha, ha, they wet their pants, even mm-hmm. though they may have just spilled water or whatever. But now for the next month, they'll be known as the person who peed their pants kind of deal. 
Just want so to know yeah. that I've actually never laugh snorted ever, and this was all just a changeling nicknaming me years ago. Holy shit! That's a lot of successes. That's a lot of successes. Throw that out there. Somebody scored a lot more than five successes on you, Bonnie. <laughs> um, well, all right. It's an ongoing so, nickname. All right. Yeah. All right. So what do y'all do? Grammary. Okay, so you are using that to try to figure out what the hell this is and what's going on? Yeah. Okay. I, I assume I can't really know what this one specifically is. This does seem like, I mean, kind of a land-flavored nightmare, but I might be able to just, like, off off what I know more generally um, about magic. I can try to assist. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd like point, to. I would be happy to. I'd like yeah. to give it another try now that I see it instead of that picture. Well, since you're all making the same role, I would suggest you all come together and Let's do. Let's come together. Let's brainstorm. Right and now. Yeah, basically put your heads together and be like, so what Huddle. do you think it is? Kind of, yeah. Yes. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Do you, so, do you have any specialties in, in, uh, in, uh, how, how do you say grammary? Grammary? Grammary. Yeah. Grammary. Grammary. Yeah. Okay. Do I do not, but okay. I, I have three dots in it. Okay. But I, so I don't have a specialty. No worries. The The specialty I took for uh, grammary is fairy lore. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Interesting. That might reveal something here. That's okay. very practical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how do we assist? Yeah, how do we how, how do we pool together? All right. So I'm right now I'm gonna keep this pretty simple. Uh let me pull this up here because again, this is scraping the rust off. So if anybody yeah. is interested in learning how to play in the change of the dreaming, for the, the for the first chapters of this chronicle, you're probably gonna watch us also learn how to do the stuff as we play. So um in this case. We're going to pull open. Okay, so difficulties, complications, times, except tempers. Not but combat. Okay, so dramatic systems. Here we go. All right, so pursuit. Oh, we were about to roll the pursuit rolls, too. I was getting really excited. I love a good chase. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I messed that one up. Thanks a lot, Gina. Please can oh, sure ruining everything. More. Thank you. <laughs> Please continue destroying Eric's plans, invoking the weird reverie. Oh, we know that sucks. Let's see. Oaths. Um, okay, so what I think I'm going to do here, just to keep this simple, and so we won't keep digging into the book at the moment, but what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to have uh, one of you pick who wants to be the lead onto rolling on this. Gina. Okay. Or, or Sam. That's probably... No, Gina. If it's Gina, then Gina, I'll let Gina activate the specialty okay. here. Yeah. And then I'll add... Uh, you can gain, I'm going to say, up to three people, so I would say uh, you've got a plus two die bonus to this. Okay. Um, and this is really, it's going to be a standard. There's nothing particularly unusual. I would say standard difficulty of six on this. Okay. Um, so uh, what what's, I'd be your, rolling what's your specialty again? Fairy lore. Fairy lore. Yes. Yes. That would absolutely apply here. Uh -huh. Okay. I would love some help from Skeeta and Hallie. Um, so, since they it. were the ones that showed interest in this 
uh, knowledge stat. I know exactly okay. what it is. The Slua's eyes don't even acknowledge that. <laughs> you don't. You just keep talking. As, as no, she doesn't keep talking. She yeah. She uh, she's she like disappears. Like her eyes glaze over as she starts thinking and becomes incredibly oh, okay. introspective. That's fair. And I'll just like be muttering to myself. I, I mean, people just assume I'm not a dog person. So whatever. And as I look at my tweet, <laughs> you know, just like at him to calm him down. And fox person. Am I using an attribute with it? Is there a mental? Yeah, it's going to be intelligence. Intelligence. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I get a plus two. Uh, is that two dice, two dice or just a pl- mm-hmm. oh, two dice? Okay. Plus two dice. Mm-hmm. Great. Woohoo. Okay. It, it is that is probably an impressive dice pool you're about to yes, roll. Yes, it is. <laughs> and what is the difficulty? Uh difficulty is six. It's standard difficulty. Okay. So you need a six or better. Okay. I rolled a seven. Okay, that is an outstanding. That's like rolling a nat 20. Yeah, that's five or better is like rolling a nat 20 in this game. So you basically get an outstanding success. So not only anything, anything that you're about to say that we learn is you all are feeding information into uh, Ashling's ears of everything, you Mm -hmm. know, everything you've seen, everything. And and then her mouth um, just opens and she she is not uh, moving her mouth, but the whispered regurgitation of information flows out of her like like you'd almost see uh music notes flowing out of her if she was a cartoon as she just uh gets to unleash storytelling which is just what she loves and just starts spewing all of the information that we're about to hear to all of you i knew all of this but whatever (laughs) (laughs) um why didn't you say something i tried (laughs) Nobody listens to me. <laughs> Which is I awesome. I always listen to you. <laughs> Good job. Um, <laughs> between Skeeta offering up what she knows and Nahali offering up what they know, you're sitting there listening back and, as you said, pitching this, kind of mouthing it out loud and working through it, glancing back at the hell beast creature that constantly is peeking out from behind the cars and then slinking back in. Your gaze stays on it for a minute. And you blurt out what it is. This is someone's forgotten chimerical companion. An abandoned chimerical companion that has probably converted or turned into a nightmare for some reason. This is what's, it's classified. Changelings and the Kithane classify creatures like this as feral nightmares, which are usually like bestial they're not always aggressive and evil, but they can be very dangerous. Um, this one actually does have the ability to affect and interact with the world. It has two ability with five successes. You're pretty much going to get the lowdown on what it is. Seven. Um, seven successes. So <laughs> with this with this creature, it has two abilities. One of them is a fear based attack, which sends everyone into a, a frenzy of horror. And it is a difficulty eight willpower attack. So it is not friendly. If it had gotten a chance to use it, it would have terrified everybody. But the more dangerous aspect is, is that it has the ability to enchant and enchant mortals by spending glamour and can attack mortals. Mortals would be able to see it and be attacked. Now, the damage from these creatures, however, is still chimerical. 
So Immortal would probably wake up with haunting visions of having a terrible nightmare, but no, why am I on the ground? However, 30 minutes before, they were being mauled by a nightmare dog and dying. <clears throat> but they, the mist would have immediately corrected that. But they can, for example, this is at an elementary school. It was possible that if this thing came stalking through the halls, the kids could have seen it. Like th- this is this is definitely a nightmare creature. But you, everything about it, and it's it looks like you're seeing all the telltale signs of what looks like somebody had an imaginary dog friend, and it has become this dark nightmare thing. I'm saying this and I'm snuggling Kit so close and whispering into Kit's prayer. I I would never. I love you. You'll be taken care of. I always remember you. You're a good baby. Yeah, my hand uh, protectively goes onto the top of Pipsqueak's head. Pipsqueak is Pipsqueak has not stopped being terrified and has hair is standing up on end like a cartoon character is he's just as you reach down to like touch and pipsqueak just squeezes your leg even harder mm-hmm. i'm gonna yep yeah, yep yeah. i've lost i've lost feeling in my right foot <laughs> yeah there is little bitty tiger claws digging into your skin right now as it's just okay. gripped onto you i don't mind but the three of you manage to piece it together and then <sighs> ashling says it all out loud can we help it uh with seven successes i can answer that um it is a non-sentient manifestation of a nightmare at this point. So this is this is a dream thing at this point. Uh, it's very unusual to encounter one that has lost the person it was attached to. But you better than anyone, Ashling, know that sometimes nightmares are born from traumatic events. Could be like getting scared in the middle of the night or like nearly getting hit by a car or something like that. It could have been this could be the result of someone going through their chrysalis years ago and it was born from that. It's hard to say, but this was probably someone's companion and it has since been it is a non sentient like dream construct of a demon dog at this point. So does that mean it's beyond it can't turn back to what it was? Yeah, there's nothing to turn back to. It simply is a nightmare. It is, a, it, is, it is not a creature that necessarily is something that can be saved or salvationed, as it were. Instead, what you were looking at is a nightmare manifestation of someone's worst dream. It may have, it, the companion that it was is long gone now. It is not the thing anymore. I can see Sam trying hard to fix, like, I must fix, must be friends, <laughs> must <laughs> Must find loophole. <laughs> it's connected. It, its existence is connected to the manifestation of what created it. So if you were trying to turn it into something else, it would be unmade. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're muted, Gina. Apologies. Uh, then I think after a long beat, Ashling, um, very matter of factly, looks uh, up at you, Hallie. Um, and just says, sometimes nightmares don't need to be fixed. They just need to be written down in a journal and then forgotten or burned or thrown in the water or ritually sacrificed. (laughs) Not the dog, I mean the book. Have you ever had a dream journal? Why do you put them in a journal? You sing about them. 
You sing about your dreams? How else would everyone share them? Well, then maybe that's what we need to do. Share that dream. And maybe it'll no longer need to cling to this plane. It'll wake up. Maybe. Shall we try? I'd like. Yeah, I know. Squeak is being very vocal right now. Yeah, Squeak is like, try. Yeah, get rid of it. Yeah, but <laughs> I'd like to move up a little bit to see if I can bring Shy Guy out. Um. It is an amalgam of behavior, because as you move up a little bit, you see a nightmare that is instinct is to destroy, and it is being made to behave in a shy manner. So you see the behaviors of like a creature that kind of paces back and forth, but but as you look at it, it turns away. But at the same time, it's baring its teeth, like it's fighting against the magic that's bound it, but it seems to be compelled to be shy as you approach it. Um, can I try using you, calming presence again? Since it worked last time. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I you can try it again, but I'm gonna the, it's like it's like constantly trying to pick a lock. Every okay. time you fail, it's mm-hmm. gonna get harder and harder and harder until you but can't I didn't try anymore. Fail. <laughs> I, I, I know what you mean. That's true. Yeah. But like you've used it once before. You could try it again. I'm not gonna raise the difficulty. Mm. It's okay. But it yeah, I was just gonna. I mean, start. I could. I I'm I'm trying to at least sort of go for maybe um, appearance. Animal can. Uh, it's not that. gonna. Re- it's not gonna respond to animal can, unfortunately. Okay, that was the role that there was earlier, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah, was that was a mistake that. on my part. Um, it's not an animal. Yeah. Okay, then what would be the ability associated? So this might be. I might say this would be. And if, if you're trying to interact with it, it would be an appearance. Uh, if you want to use your appearance role, then it would be appearance uh, expression. Okay. Those are the same role. Um, okay, me. cool. Um, would you say this counts as a charm, actually? Uh, probably, because you're trying to basically placate it, right? Yeah. That activates my specialization, then. Okay. Cool. Uh, do, do, do the thing. Okay. It is weird to see this hell beast right now because it's behaving. It's giving all this aggressive. Also, the way it's moving again, it's a nightmare. So when it takes a step or moves around, it's it's it looks like the way nightmares do in your sleep. Like you skip steps from time to time when you're having nightmares about evil monsters chasing you. All you know is they're coming up on you. And they're just there suddenly. So when this thing moves, you're not seeing every individual footfall. It's just gliding around like a blur. And then when it stops, you can see the detail that's scary. And then it moves again. Go ahead and make your roll. Um, What was the difficulty? I'm sorry. Uh, The difficulty for this is going to be seven. Okay, cool. Um, Then it's four. 
four successes. And what were you trying to do with this specifically? Just placate? Yeah. Um, your appearance doesn't seem... When you approach it, as you wheel over to it and this creature dips its head low, two things become apparent to you as you manage to sort of ease up on it. First of all, Holly, you get the impression that this is indeed a fragmented nightmare of somebody's, a manifestation of someone's terror, or it could be a lot of people's terrors. There was probably kids here at the school that had a nightmare about their dogs, like biting at them, or it's, maybe they had just a negative experience at some point because they were pulling on a dog's ear when they were very, very young and shouldn't have been, and the dog snapped at them, and they had dreams about it that night, and anything could be the reason why it's manifested this way. As you move up on it, using your presence, it doesn't seem to perceive you so much as a threat or maybe not so much as a thing to destroy. So the aggression kind of dips away. It's still acting shy, but it's not like it's not snarling or anything. And instead, what you see is this strange nightmarish quadruped that's just slithering, like lurking back and forth between the cars, like some kind of large shadowy dog with again this carpus along its back oh yeah i i I move closer as i look back and skeeta what do you do after you have a bad nightmare how do you make yourself feel better um i I don't know. What do I do? I get up out of bed. And if it's still nighttime, I'll go outside and listen to the waves crash. Okay. Ashling closes her ear or closes her eyes. Mm -hmm. um, And, and takes, uh, uh, kneels down next to, uh, next to Hallie and kind of gestures and, and takes a deep breath and listens to the ocean. And tries to calm. What about you, Ruby? Well, um, if I'm having trouble sleeping with nightmares, I usually drink a nice warm glass of milk, but I'm also lactose intolerant, so it gives me explosive diarrhea. Every group needs a Sam Regal. <laughs> But we have better. We have a Bonnie. <laughs> we have a Bonnie Gordon. I, you upgrade, you know? It's it's a I look we I look, I look <laughs> up at Hallie, not sure how to how to interpret that one for this <laughs> Yeah, it's a record scratch moment. We're like, oh I can I, oh. I'll just put my arm on your shoulder and go, you can skip the last bit. Oh. A snack. Milk? Okay, yeah. A snack. Can I have a story point that I uh, spend the a bread. story point that, yeah, that I still have some of the bread from earlier? Liski 2, you just gave Ashling a story point. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. You pull out a piece of bread that you managed to keep from the restaurant. You're like, I'm glad right. I brought this. I toss it to a shy guy. Okay. Is toss, the a, in sorry. toss a roll to your witcher. All right, you toss this piece of bread, just hits the ground, and 
the nightmare creature doesn't even react to it. Its eyes are locked on Holly. Doesn't matter, the sentiment's the same. A snack was given. I'll pick up the bread. Okay. And open, open-handed, move it toward the nightmare. Tell it a story, Hallie. I got plenty if you need one. I remember seeing a dog like you from the water. It was on the sand and it wasn't as dark as you are. It was the color of the stuff that Gira had on top of the pink berry, which doesn't taste as good as this. And the dog ran on the sand after this bright pink disc that floated in the air. And then the dog would hopscotch and it would catch the disc even though it could fly. The, little, the dog could fly too. And then the dog would bring it back to, to the land walker. And then the land walker made it fly again over and over and over and over. And I watched and that was the first day that I saw the girl on the beach. Do you want to try this? Do you have any arts or anything that you could use here? Um, I have... I have a really weird one. Yeah. I what don't do think this literally... We're, we can we play with it. About, we talked about getting a nightmare to wake up, right? Mm-hmm. I have well, awaken. So... What what is that specifically? Ooh. It is um it's it's uh spring one. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And one of the um, things that I uh, uh massive changeling slumbers in the near dreaming, um, but mm-hmm. the Sigma Thrasid and beg for help. It's it's literally maybe, maybe not, but poetically, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Awakening from slumber. Literally is the line, awakening from slumber. New life is sprouting seed at the heart of spring is the promise of beginning and awakening from dormancy or slumber. Quickly, she and Susie just crops. That's amazing. (laughs) Slumbers in the near dreaming, but Seder must rouse it to beg for its help. Awakening. Uh, Awaken gives new energy to the target. As determined by the realm, anything that is dormant or frozen will return. Anything barren or void becomes home of a new spark of life. The specific effect depends entirely on the realm that's used and the context when it's cast. But Awaken's primary function is to rouse anything inert. The number of successes determines how powerful the effect is. One success would be enough to start an old car rusting in an abandoned shed, while five successes might be required to counter the effects of stasis, which is a winter effect. It is both chimerical or weird. So you could use this without spending glamour. And this is one of those, this is one of those cool things about changing the dreaming where they deliberately left, gave you a, a 
guide on how this works, but didn't write down a definitive rule so that you as the group can determine how this magic manifests and is it in the spirit of that ability. Now, here's where I'm at with this. As a night, as traditionally as as I know to play changeling, nightmare creatures like this are essentially dreamlike constructs. You're talking to some, but you're talking to the like a, a broken piece of glass that is formed into a thing that terrifies you as a child. However, your storyteller Eric, my imaginary friend when I was a kid, was the big bad wolf. And the reason why is because he scared the shit out of me. And if I made nice with him, he wouldn't eat me. So I was always talking him down. He had a very bad, very bad temper. I was always talking him down. Um, Awaken is, again, like Sam said, this is, this is like, eh? (laughs) However, the scene that is being set up right now and what you all are attempting to do is 110% changeling the dreaming shit. What you're trying to do is absolutely in line. And even though the rules will tell you things like, no, this is a nightmare creature. This is not, you're, you're fighting a cartoon. Like this is a shadow of a thing. You're not fighting an actual hellhound. This is someone's terror of what a hellhound would look like if it was real kind of thing. However, Changeling also states that when players do things like this, fucking do it because it tells a great story. And right now, the lot of you have turned all of your attentions on taking this manifestation of some child's fear that has been abandoned to their chimerical creature, and you're trying to manifest it into a being that is not nightmarish. You're trying to manifest this thing into something completely different rather than destroy it. I cannot think of anything more streampunks than that. You are going to salve the hell out of this thing, so we're going to have you... I'm, um, I'm going to say so, like under my breath, like it's like my mom always says, someone's terror is another one's treasure. I mm. like to say that too. In which case, this is going to be faith three. Oh. And I might just leave it at that. Uh Weird question. Since this What's was up? a group ritual, do we all get to assist in this? You don't, but I'm going to count okay. what y'all are doing as a bunk. Okay. So it's going to be Faith 3 and... What does Faith 3 mean in this context? So that in order to affect Chimera, it has mm-hmm. to be... You have to use the realm of Fey. Right. That's what your magic is going to affect. Right. This is a chimerical creature, so it's Faith 3. Now, tech, I, I don't, no, no, no. I don't think time would come into play here because there's really no, because according to the book that we, the, the, the art that we just read, this can make cars start working. This can make crops grow. So I don't see it being attached to time limits here. So I don't think the realm of time is going to be needed here, which is good because that would have raised the difficulty by one immediately. Because you're literally warping time. <laughs> so instead, I'm just going to make this. Um, I'm, you're just affecting a, a, a chimerical creature. I'm going to just say this is Faithry and your spring art. So what's your spring rating? One. One. So you're going to roll four dice. Now, the difficulty normally would be eight. It's it's baselined at eight because every time you're using fey magic, you are pushing back against the general disbelief of the world. 
Banality is everywhere, even here, sadly, on a playground where children run and laugh and play tag. They are not here right now. And instead, you're surrounded by cars that are parked. However, all three of you are trying to achieve this thing. Um, I'm going to say that that is... Cool. I'm going to give you... I'm going to say that is a negative two to the difficulty. I'll give that a power two level bunk. So I'll drop it from eight to six. Hey, Eric. Yes. I made a land party joke last episode. Yes, you did. And, you know and I did tell me? you you could bank that. I told you you could bank that. That's right. Thank you for reminding me. Bank I said you made a funny. Freaking banking I, it. I, that's right. As according to the rules, you made a land party joke. And I told you that I let you bank that bunk for an additional. <laughs> so I will drop it to five. <clears throat> um, and <laughs> yeah. Um, Nicely done. Take notes. That, um, but because this is a stream punksy thing, can I use a story story point? Because I just want our dreamers in on this. All Dream right, Laura. <laughs> Laura, thank yeah. you so much for that for that story point. So for using that story point, uh, I'm gonna say you can't. Well. You could use this to basically treat it like you have a specialty. So you'll gain an extra dice to the roll and tens will pop. Cool. Make your roll. <gasps> you never know if that's good or bad when Sam <laughs> it's like, uh when it comes <gasps> to puppers, it's good. Oh did you roll, my. Did you roll another 10? No, but I rolled two tens off the top. Okay, that so that's was the four gasp successes. and then the second gasp. Um, and a six and a seven. So I started with four. And then I rolled two more dice and I got a six and an eight. The so that rolled. is one, two, three, five, six. Six successes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the changeling magic begins to form as the dreaming responds to Skeeta and it responds to Ashling and responds to Ruby and it's channeled through Holly, who's reaching out to this creature. The nightmare before you begins to die because in its place, something is being born. Those dark chitinous, like armored plates on its back begin to flake away and literally into the finest powder of dust begin to drift off its back. The lips that were curled up around this thing specifically designed to invoke fear so that you could see the red blood dripping off of the tongue lolling about. The dark tint red to the eyes. This hellhound creature before your very eyes, that jet black coat becomes glossy. And the chitin falls away. Those deep tinge to the eyes begin to drift away and um, instead become... A, an amalgam of each the color of eyes of each of you blending into blues and greens and in lavender colors you see this animal begin to shift a little bit its posture straightens up slightly and it starts staring cocking its head to the right and it cocks its head a little bit as this energy begins to flow into it the tongue shortens up but not too much the blood stops flowing the lips fall down and the creature sits back on its hind legs as you just see this like shadowy dark smoke begin to drift off of its body as the dreaming responds to the motley. 
and sculpts forth a new vision of what you saw this creature. Um, as we are sort of doing this together, and because of the 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 effect that's happening and what is, I'm going to ask that everyone spends a point of will, uh, point of glamour for this. Can so if do. the party, okay. if the party is all willing to spend a point of glamour, yeah. Um, that smoky darkness drifts away and the nightmare dies right in front of you. And instead, what you see sitting in its place with the multicolored eyes is a mastiff. A very intelligent looking mastiff that is just kind of sitting on all fours. And after a beat, the mastiff says, I think I'm naked. Would you like a sweater? <laughs> Ashling takes off one of the 30 layers of clothes and offers, I think, offers the cape that's on top to the Mastiff. The Mastiff stands up on his hind legs. And you see the front legs kind of fold down and short. And he walks over to you and very says, why, thank you, and takes the sweater. It is... To anybody who would be witnessing such a sudden shift bizarrely, it is pure comical nonsense that you're all seeing. The Mastiff puts the sweater on and then goes back down on all fours and sits there and says, what is my name exactly? What do you remember? Oh, about what? Oh, about anything. Your existence. For example, I, rem I remember being naked a moment ago. Mm. Yep. Okay. I do remember that. Well, then. I, um, I look uh, to the namer. Mm. Yeah. Uh, do we keep the name that Ashling? Well, he doesn't seem is. shy anymore. That's He's true. He's no longer naked. Um, yeah. Naked guy doesn't sound great either. No. Mm. It's got a ring to it, I suppose. Naked Not the guy. good kind. Mm. Um, oh. I think Ashlyn kind of, I think Ashlyn kind of panics um, and is not used to giving true names to a thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, looks down at the thing that is next to her, and she goes, "Okay, how about Scooter?" Scooter. Scooter. I like that. It's got sort of a. Um, an intellectual sound to it. I, I think I like that. In fact, I think I'll be intellectual. Yes. You seem very intellectual already. Thank you. Thank you. The dog just kind of, in a very human fashion, just kind of shrugs a little bit and says, <laughs> please, it's just Mr. Scooter, I think is fine. Or Miss Scooter. Professor Scooter, or can we call you, please, can we call you Professor Scooter? Professor Scooter. I like it. Professor. Is that all right? He looks at Professor you. Professor Scooter, yes. Lovely. Then I would like to be called Professor Scooter, if that's okay. Mm. Professor Scooter. I like. Lovely to make your acquaintance. It's lovely to make your acquaintance. Um, oh. What are we doing today? Going to a party. I've never oh. been to a party. I was only just born a few moments ago. Can I come? 
about that, just to clarify and like just like kind of ignoring the whole <laughs> Ruby's like, yeah, yeah, about the being born thing. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool, cool. Uh, and I look over at Skeeta and be like, this was not what you meant by party at a school, right? Like this was not the party that you texted no. me about. No, no. Okay, great. Um, I think I should probably get ready for that then too. I feel I feel like I'm not ready for it. You did mention it was a costume party, and I start. No, it's away. not. It, it's not. A, it's not a costume party. As you walk away, <laughs> wear wear your normal clothes. I don't know if that helps. I don't. I don't actually leave, but I'm just kind of like <laughs> I, I'm kind of just. Ruby's trying to pretend like she's not in shock about what just okay. happened. She's just kind of like playing it cool, like focusing on what's the next thing we had to do. Party, party, focus on a party is what her mind is going to. Professor Scooter just says, I, I hope pants are not a requirement. Well, we're going to be wearing if we can bring you, to be honest, just to be practical. I, I think you would look quite striking in a kilt, to be fair. And in what kind of pant is a kilt? Is it a single pant? Skirt. I see. As the the lot of you stand around Professor Scooter, know that on this day, in a rather unconventional fashion, you managed to destroy a nightmare and give birth to a new dream. Mm -hmm. A lot of you continue to chat with Professor Scooter as this chimerical creature who has come into being under extraordinary circumstances. Um, what you learn is he has no memory of anything that existed before. He is a manifestation of an old dream made new and is very pleased to make your acquaintance. And that is where we are going to wrap tonight's game. I got to go get my costume ready <laughs> for the party. <laughs> Bonnie never leaves character. Bonnie's like, I'll see y'all later. I'll, I'll see y'all next Monday. Why um, leave character when you play yourself? <laughs> never underestimate the stream punk's desire and need and ability to use the rules to make enemies and two friends. Never, ever. Um, there are a lot of rules in place for the creation of chimerical creatures, but nothing will be as powerful as a rule uh, as. Um, let the dice decide, but if it's a really fabulous thing to do, give it a chance. You guys managed to turn an abandoned nightmare that was roaming the halls of the school into a brand new Pretty chimerical dreaming dog. life form. That's slightly concerned about the fact that his junk is hanging out, but he'll get over that. I'm sure he'll get, uh, get some We're pants get going him here at some point. Yeah, yeah he'll get free. him a kilt. Oh, he's going to look snappy in that kilt. I'm all about the kilts. I want to get um, glasses. Oh yeah, Bow tie. Yes. Bow tie. so much, so fancy. I have. We got so many, so much, so much. He's free balling, yeah. Free balling. <laughs> oh, Bonnie, I'm so glad you're back. <laughs> I miss y'all um, too. All right, let's do some experience points, everybody. Ready. Tonight was a good night for y'all. As we wrap up, uh, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> Oh my God, I can't believe you did this. All right. So to start things off. puppy dog, Eric. I know, I know, I know. It's literally, I was literally using the stats for a hellhound, which are known as like, yeah. Um, 
everyone gains an automatic point of experience tonight for being a part of the game. Um, uh, I'm going to give everyone an automatic experience point tonight because of role playing. Everyone's role playing was phenomenal tonight, as per usual. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to award um, an extra XP to. <laughs> I'm going to award an extra XP to um, Bonnie for all of the fabulous stuff you were doing at the top with Ruby and Jazzy, and um, also the the. I, one of my favorite moments of this game has been watching you wrestle with playing a puka. And uh, I hope somebody clips it because it was just brilliant. Um, and um, and I want to open the floor for all of you. All of you pick somebody to give an XP to. Who do you want your free XP to go to? Aliza, because she tried to come and save me first. Yeah. <laughs> and she understood my my story of my car that I don't have. Yeah, like fought through the malaise of like trying to understand what the hell the puka was trying to tell her. <laughs> We're going to yep. go run errands. So Lisa gets an XP. Lisa, who do you want to give an XP to? I want to give an XP to Ashling for just like side swiping this hellhound into <laughs> submission. Oh, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Thank you for that. Actually, I actually have written in my notes here, give Gina an extra XP for all the descriptions you you were throwing down for the magics that you were casting and the flavor casting. Yeah. So gain another one on that one. Uh, Thank you very much. Ashling, who do you want to give an XP to? Um, Okay. So I, I would like to give my XP to Sam for never giving up on having a pupper. Because um, honestly, my interpretation was waking the dog up would sort of make them dissipate. I thought so too. And and it and because of your actions, we we got to keep the professor scoot, and I'm so happy. But also, secondarily, uh, welcome back, Bonnie. And um, I freaking love your puka talk. <laughs> like your puka talk is so fascinating. Puka talk. Um, it is so name. fascinating to watch because y- 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 there's so much of y- you not realizing that you're so naturally doing a puka voice that mm-hmm. that I think you sometimes go, oh no, I'm doing it wrong. It's like absolutely not. You're 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 freaking nailing mm-hmm. it. <laughs> you're nailing it. Um, it's hard. It's so good. It's challenging. It's so Pukas difficult. can be challenging. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. when everyone's asking me direct questions. I'm like, no. Like, but that's the best part. That's the best part when asking a puka a direct question is the best. It's like, am I helping? Thing. Ask I love question, it. question, oh, question, right? question. Help. <laughs> Ruby, is this yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, yes Sam. or no questions are the best. Then you know it's the other one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sam, who would you like to give your XP to? I would like to give my experience points to the puka who never, ever, ever stops trying to draw the the danger back to her. No (laughs) matter what. Hey, danger, come here. I know my friend's here to help me, Mm -hmm. but now that they're here, I I, I actually, um, you can't harm them. I will freak out Mm -hmm. too much. I will try over and over and over and and look it's it's it is very character revealing about Ruby but it's also character revealing about Bonnie. No. Well, um Ruby's as part of name is Danger. 
I believe that. As part of tonight's game, I'm going to tomorrow, before I post some of my NPC information, um, I'm going to post, I'm going to roll up the chimerical stats tonight and post the stats for Professor Scooter tomorrow on the coffee account. So you guys will be able to check out Professor Scooter. There actually is chimerical creature creation rules. Um, this is going to be a highly unique creature because this is not r- rules wise. This is not how chimerical creatures are created, but also chimerical creatures can be created just from the dreams of mortals going through moments of shock and alarm. You'll notice that I did have everyone spend a point of glamour. So for glamour was used to create this creature from the fame magic that was happening. So that's how I put it. So well done, everybody. This is an amazing game as per usual. Um, dreamers, all y'all family, all y'all listening tonight. Thank you so much. Changing the dreaming as I expected is manifesting into the game. That is one of the most stream punk styled games I've ever played with this group. Thank you for making this happen. Um, we will catch you next Monday night. Until then, family, sweet dreams.